advice and get like criticism. And obviously you want to learn. Like I'm not saying that I don't take mm-hmm. constructive criticism. I just don't shop my music to people who I know is not gonna really get the vision. Okay. It's just that simple. Like I'm I gotta have that type of laser focus, you know. Okay. See now, <laughs> this is something that I have talked about before with like Al and stuff like that, about like when you're creating something and like it's almost like see the way I think about it is you almost gotta have some type of balancing game yeah. of you know, you fuck with it and that's really what matters, but at the same time you also gotta know what the people really we want. want. Yeah. Yeah. So Cause yeah. I, I I'm not gonna lie, whether I make music, films, whatever, I try to have the mentality that Jay Cole said in one of his songs. I forget what song he said, but he was like I just make the music, and if you fuck with it, you fuck with it. So is that <laughs> is that how you apply your? Yeah, now now it is now it is. Um, you know, and again, I'm open. Like if if I've seen that you're you've gone to where I want to be, if I yeah. see if I see that you're somebody, a that's has that that has genuinely supported, has interest, it's like, hey, I I want to criticize you because c- c- constructive criticism. You know, it's helpful. <laughs> no, you just, you just, this but, conversation just reminded me of the most stupid criticism I got on one of my music. What is it? All right. So, admittedly, when I first started making music, I was fucking trash. Like, it, yeah. I was so damn bad. I deleted all my early mixtapes and whatever. But then, through the years, of course, you get better the more you keep working at it. Through the years, you know, people listening to it, they're saying that my music is good. I remember it was like I was on the bus in high school one day and this one boy was like, Tevin, we're done listening to your music. I'm like, why? He's like, you're too good now. I'm like, what do you mean I'm too good now? And he's like, because we used to laugh at it, but now we can't laugh no more. Like, you're just good. And I'm like, am I supposed to take that that in a a negative way? Compliment or insult? Because it'd be either or. You know what I think it is? He caught a stray when I was dissing somebody on a song. Oh. I feel like I feel like it was that because all right to give a little bit of context the dude's name was Ray and he got into a fight with this dude named Carl and Carl started to diss me <laughs> he started to diss me so of course I dissed him back and it became like the whole talk of the school like me dissing him and in my in one of my diss records to uh to Carl I was like boy I'm not Ray you're not winning this fight easily because I heard that he beat the shit out of oh, Ray. Right. So right. when I said that, yeah, Ray basically... I, I, think, that, yeah. I think he just said that because he felt offended that I said that. Because he was actually feeling sad about it yeah. after he heard the diss. He was like, bro, why'd you have to bring me up? I'm like, <laughs> Wait, what I'm mean? like this is a rap battle. Like, you're gonna, gonna say whatever <laughs> to get under the other person's skin. You just caught the strike. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> You know, but sometimes the criticism is personal. You, I think you got to be able to kind of, like you said, like you said earlier, like a balance, mm-hmm. kind of detect where the intent is coming from. Because a lot of times people want to just have something to say. That too, like people's like, okay, you should, you should do this with your music, and, <laughs> and it's like, I haven't heard you on any song. What do you? You're trying to tell me you, you, mm-hmm. like you giving me a, you talking like you know, you know how this works. 
Now it's different if you're coming from a consumer. Like I would rather hear this type of music. That's different because you're you're saying, okay, this is how I listen to music. This is the type of music I want to listen to. That's different. Mm-hmm. But if you're trying to give you you giving me effects that I ain't even use. <laughs> so you listen production effects. I ain't, I ain't use that, bro. <laughs> I didn't use I ain't used that in the song. What you, and what is that? Like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah it's, it's I don't like when when people try to tell you your style. That shouldn't. That's really what it comes down to. Like it, criticizing it. It's like I don't really like this. So you dealt with that before? Yeah, you know when I was uh coming up when I was first starting, like 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 taking it serious, serious. People were trying to tell me my style, and there was nothing wrong with that at the beginning because I really didn't know what it was. Mm. But as I developed it. As I got into it, you know, some people were trying to tell me, okay, then you should sing this. Or they were trying to compare me. Who they compare you to? Yeah, is this recording? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can always cut it out. No, it's cool. it's cool. <laughs> uh, well, while we're taking this little break, um, welcome to the Hate It or Love It podcast. Me and Anthony was already talking and I yeah. was like, shit, let me just start recording now because Shoot, I, we didn't even get to none of the questions I started yet. I wrote down yet, but this is a good conversation. <laughs> so, um, back to the comparisons. Yeah, so I mean, like when I came out naturally, people were trying to compare me to like every R and B, you know, artist, and that that ranges from, you know, Tyrese to Usher to uh, and all the music I heard from Chris you, Brown. I don't get that feeling. And 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 I love. Now I'm gonna go them. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna I'm gonna list them off individually because I have to do that. So first they were saying Tyrese, and I think that was my tone. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time when I was singing like the R and B and chess kind of sounded like a Tyrese, which is not a bad thing, but my style is very different from Tyrese. Tyrese is like a you know mm-hmm. a soul singer. You know what I'm saying? Like he's a <laughs> he's a for those who don't know him past the you know the fast fast and furious Yo, franchise. You don't know who Tyrese is like what are you doing? Yeah, bro? no, he's a he's a he's a uh, he's an R and B singer. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I mean like 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 a like a like a soulful singer. Didn't he start but, out as a singer first? Yeah, I mean he mm. actually started off as a um as a rapper. I Tyrese I think I so. Don't quote me. But nah, like, so I, I kind of got that. But musically, mm-hmm. you know, my style doesn't, it doesn't really sound like his. And I and I listened to Tyrese at the time. Like, no, nah, I still listen to Tyrese, but that wasn't, that wasn't, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't, I got it only from the tone. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, okay. And then I got Usher. I said, that's more... That's more likely because I actually do listen to Usher, but even I, I don't sound anything like Usher. You no, know what I'm saying? No. Like, no, nah, I don't. You know, and you know, everybody wants to sound like Usher. I mean, I'll take the compliment. Yeah, that's a compliment. <laughs> so, like, you know, Usher can still sing his entire face off. So I, I have, and I was just talking about Usher. I was just actually like, I want to say like yesterday, I saw a video of Usher. And he was, it was an interview that just blew my mind. Oh, yo. How'd you feel about him being uh, 
in the halftime show for the Super I Bowl. think he's it's long overdue. That caught me so out of left field. Long not overdue. that not that Usher isn't big enough to do it, but yeah. like I'm still adjusting to the fact that Jay Z runs the music yeah. part of the NFL. <laughs> so I got to start thinking like more black artists are going right, to show be up. Because I was like, after last year, I was like, all that black excellence. I, I yeah. felt like we were going to go back to more white artists. No <laughs> no judgment to white artists, but I'm just saying, like, yeah. you know. Well, I mean, like, I think I think Usher in his career, you know. Uh, and he's dropping an album that day, too. Yeah. He's That's he's crazy. he's He's working, like, he that man is dancing, doing shows on skates. <laughs> so, you know. That... Oh, wait, I do want to ask you real quick while we're on Usher, and I know you're about to bring up Chris Brown. Do you believe that fight at Chris Brown's party really happened? No, I, no. I, I, the reason why I don't is because nobody from the party has said, oh, confirmed it. Not mm-hmm. Usher, not Tiana, and not Chris. Nobody, nobody confirmed it. So if they not tripping, why y'all tripping? If they not, if they not, you know... I think they would say something. I, see, and then I, he was at his festival. See, I was a little, I was a little worried with when I saw that story because <laughs> look, I've, I'm a Chris Brown fan. I fight for him. You know, a lot of people still bring up the whole Rihanna thing, in which, yeah, in that situation, yeah, he was wrong. But we can't hold somebody to that situation for the rest of their lives, especially from in the public or at least from all the evidence we got, he hasn't repeated that. Yeah. I mean, I will say, at least from what we know, I will say in this situation, I mean, it's, it's a different situation with this. And I, and and I think it's even, I think the rumor of it is even crazy because it's like, they family, Mm -hmm. like Usher, Tiana Taylor and Chris Brown, they are family. That's what I was saying. Cause when people were saying like that happened, I was sitting there like, oh, man, if this comes out as true, I'm not going to lie. I don't think I can defend this. Because, like, Usher always fought for He Chris threw Brown. the party for him. Yeah, like, Usher is like, <laughs> Usher might be Chris well, Brown's number one supporter. And, so I'm like, why? And, and and likewise, if I'm not mistaken, I think the crazy thing is they, and this is what the fans do all the time. This is what social media does all the time, mm-hmm. is that they, they will drag and try to create an unnecessary drama. Those two got nothing but love for each other. Usher and Chris love each other. Usher and Tiana love each other. Usher, I mean, Tiana and Chris love each other. You know what I'm saying? They all have had a rapport mm-hmm. with each other. They've all helped each other out. Um, really, obviously, Usher being the 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 the, like the one mentor. that yeah, the one mm-hmm. that paved the way. But I mean, Chris, Chris also has like you know, with okay. Tiana. Now I want to ask you, um, dance off. You giving it to Chris Brown or Usher? Me and my dad has this debate almost a, every year. This is, I think, Usher is 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 cold. He cold, but that damn Chris, bro. Thank you, thank you, yo. Me and I my think dad Usher would even give it to Chris, yo. I'm like, yo, I think me and my would. dad has this debate every single year. Like, it somehow always comes up, and I'm like, bro, Chris Brown is better. He's like, no, nah, Usher is better, and I'm like, look, dad. It's not that Usher can't dance. Like, no, nobody's he, saying yeah, that he no. can't. No, 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 he can. But Chris Brown be doing them flips and dips. And- <laughs> like I said, I said earlier, Usher's dan- he doing shows on skates. Wait, I don't really? know. Yes, he wrote <laughs> He did so that Atlanta. Like, he, you know what I'm saying? I have so much respect for Usher. he's from Atlanta. Yeah, man. He oh, no, don't he forget. He doesn't sound like he... Or, 
I'm saying like I think the he's way so popular now. Is are not not his sound, but I mean like you know when you hear Atlanta people talk, you yeah. hear like a strong Southern accent. I yeah. don't get that I, much when I hear him talk. That's crazy because that's all I hear. You ain't never heard Usher baby. I heard him say that, but like I mean, like he's so joy. And I got family from Atlanta that oh, sa- they sound thick as hell country. Well, it's different, you know, it's mm-hmm. regionally like in different parts of the city. I'm not from Atlanta, so I'm not gonna speak. But just in general. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like there, it's it's a, it's a the dialect is a little different. But Usher's from yeah you know? people people from Atlanta. Let me know if I'm tripping in the comments. No Usher Usher, no he when you hear him talk and even references he makes in his songs, mm-hmm. like you know that that song with the 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 Justin Bieber song Peaches. He was on the day he put Usher on the remix. I didn't even hear that song. Oh Peaches. Yeah, he I put Usher on the remix. Reason. It's Usher. It's Usher, Ludacris, and Snoop Dogg. I never listen. I listen, and I you know, know Usher. I don't know if I want to hear that. No, it's, it's actually really good. You, you're welcome. You Is gonna, it better than the original? Have you heard? Do you like the original? Not really. You don't like the original? No, really. I mean, it's crazy because I'm not. I don't listen to a lot of Justin Bieber stuff. Justin Bieber is a really good. But artist. that that's his R and B bag. Like that, that and yummy. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> yo, you like yummy? I actually yo. I did a remake. Yummy, yummy, grown on me. I did a remake. When when <laughs> Yummy first came out, I remember not liking it at all, and people was roasting the shit out of it. They're like, "Yo, Justin, we don't want to hear about your wife's, you know." The, oh yeah. And yeah. I and I'm like, well, Peaches is about you know. But it grew on me so much. Now I'm singing Yummy. <laughs> yeah, but you know, like I mean, stylistically, it ain't too far from him either, because you know, he's his mm-hmm. influences are Usher. Usher had a lot to do with Justin Bieber's coming up. That's why you know, it's just love. Like you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So yeah, like, and obviously Bieber with Chris as well, because it's like he's done like when I listen to Justin Bieber's early music, because I back in middle school, I used to be on that. Oh, fuck Justin Bieber thing. But then my boy in high school put me on to I think when he dropped Purpose. So I went back to listen to a lot of his older music, his older music. It's basically Chris Brown if he was white. Oh, no. Don't say <laughs> I'm not saying it's on the level of excellence as Chris Brown, but his music very much sounded like a white I'm Chris a, Brown. I wasn't ready for that, yeah. That bubblegum pop R&B look. But, <laughs> but no, that's no shade and no disrespect. Oh, no shade. I'm it's saying all it, love. He's I'm just saying, saying it. It's just getting like, a good way. I'm saying it in a good way. Those <laughs> albums were good. No. Nah, nah, nah. Justin Bieber's... You know... All jokes aside, I never was a a, 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 a hater mm-hmm. of Justin Bieber, like because you know middle school guys. If you said you Justin Bieber, you, nobody, bro, everybody, he wasn't. Were, yeah, they would make fun of you. Yeah, but nah, Justin Bieber is cold. Like he's 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 a that man. That man is talented. But All no, jokes you, aside, you gotta listen to some of his older songs because <laughs> yo, my favorite song is Up. And listen to the remix with Chris Brown. Don't listen to the original. Okay. It, I mean, it's basically the same song, but Chris Brown, Chris Brown <laughs> makes the see. song sound better. I was I was gonna say though, like, I mean that R and B thing. He, you know how many videos it is of Justin Bieber singing with you? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of videos of Justin Bieber singing. Ain't with that you. one of the videos that blew him up back in the day? Yeah, I mean, like, and mm-hmm. he still he. I'm pretty sure he was still singing the song. Like, so I mean, naturally, you know. But yeah. yeah, but I was going to say, back on the Usher thing real quickly okay. before I forget, I was going to say, you know, he he was like, he made a reference in Peaches, Usher's verse. Mm-hmm. He was like, uh, I'm trying to think what he said. 
he said something. Da, 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 what's your secret? I bet your mama went to Freak Nick. I saw. Oh, Freak Nick. <laughs> yeah, that boy. That boy. He down from. He the made egg. a reference to Decatur too, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Like so, he he's very, very Atlanta. <laughs> okay. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I bet your mama went to Freaknik. It's crazy. It's crazy. That's a crazy. Mom, I hope you never went to Freaknik. She Ooh. watched every single episode, so she's gonna. Oh, mom, wow. you better answer in them comments if you went to Freaknik. No. And you better say no. <laughs> Even if you did, say yeah. no. <laughs> nah, like, yeah, no. So, yeah, no. But I, I get it, though, because I just kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. popular. You know, no, but so. those are good people to be compared to. Like, I know the and comparisons it, might be annoying. No, they but are. It's all, right. But it's also pretty cool, like Tyrese, uh, yeah. Chris Brown. And like, they're you're all being, different. You're being compared to greats. Three. But I was going to say, even with, you know, now, and then obviously I was going to say lastly was Chris because I heard more of Chris. Mm-hmm. So that was more like, you know, okay. But I don't, I know t- my tone is different from all three of them. And their tone is different from each you other. Feel like they're you feel vastly like, different from. You feel like you have like a subconscious, um, what's the word? Influence from them. I would say with Tyrese specifically, I don't think so because I mean I listen to mm-hmm. Tyrese like, and when I say listen to like my my, I would listen to maybe two or three songs. So that would be Sweet Lady, um, Lately. And uh, there's one more. Hold on, sweet, sweet lady. Lately, and uh, I'm blanking out on the third one. Oh, how you gonna act like that? I was waiting for you to say that one, Nick. <laughs> how you gonna act like that, man? You know, Shout out to Eric Dawkins. You know what my dad's favorite song from Tyrese was when I was younger? What? This dude always kept replaying "Lights On." You know, I've heard of Lights On. Yeah, he keep replaying that song over and over. I'm like, Dad, uh, actually, I was about to make a joke. Yeah, but I mean, you know, like, I was familiar with Tyrese. And, like, and again, those were the three songs that I would listen to here and there. But I didn't really grow up listening to Tyrese. So when people said that I sounded like Tyrese, that was more of a shocker because I'm like, ah, this is not somebody that I... And this is people from your age group? Yeah. People my age group says like you sound like you sound like Tyrese. And what's crazy is when I heard what I was singing and I heard my tone, I'm like, I can, you know, I can kind of mm-hmm. I can hear that. But our styles is so different. The songs are different. It's just the tone. Yeah. You know, at the time my voice was a little bit more nasally. And so, and it is like a little bit raspy. So that's that's what that is. But I mean, I I, I didn't really. You know, aside from that, my subconscious, I don't think I really was getting that with Tyrese. And then with Usher, it's a little different because I did listen to Usher more than I listened to Tyrese. Mm -hmm. But I, you know, I I knew that our tones were very different because Usher has a very clear, you know, very clear tone. And it's it's like like warm. Mm -hmm. Like that, that man has like a voice of butter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> brother, brother got a yeah, voice. He but, showed that off on that uh, tiny. And it has not aged. Like, right. Mm. He was gonna say tiny desk. It yeah. hasn't it hasn't aged. Like I I hope to have that type of longevity. Like I really I pray for that type of longevity. So they claim it right now. Yeah, no, so I would take that like, but but nah, like even with Usher, like I'm like, that's that was a shocking. It's like I don't, you know, and then I got um Chris Brown. 
I was like, naturally, because I've probably listened to it. So that's probably more a subconscious. I've even gotten Tank, too, which is interesting. I because, can't see Tank. Because I'm like, Tank has a bit of a higher, has a higher pitch, too. Mm-hmm. You know, but again, I've listened to Tank. So, you know, but not as much as I would have listened to a Chris Brown or Usher. Um, but in the order, I, I would say in terms of listening to the most, I've listened to Chris and Tank. I take that back. I probably have listened to Tank. Tank and Usher are probably a little bit more around the same. Mm. Um, but I'm not going to lie. Probably in recent years, I've heard more of Tank than I have of Usher, ironically enough. Mm. So, but no, I got respect and love for all, you know, the OGs. And I'm not just saying that because I'm on the podcast. It's the truth. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, like I... um. Yeah, no, I don't. Now it's. I think my. I think my style is a little bit different. I think I've tried to honestly with this last steer album, away from it. With this last album, you hit so much genres that I really can't. Yes, like, it's, it's it's a gumbo. I really can't compare you to anything it, or anybody. I, you know, that's a compliment because it's 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 me. Mm-hmm. It's me, and that's what it is. I think I'm now in a space where I'm in a pocket where I'm about to. I mean, oh. you definitely have your own lane. Yeah, like I'm trying to do that. I like have my own lane because that's what they did. Mm-hmm. That's what a Chris did. That's what a Usher did. That's even what a Tyrese did. That's what a Tank did. All of the guys, like, you know, you know, like every, every, and it's not just, just R&B. That's another thing. Like I've listened to way more than just R&B. Like those, you know, R&B is like what I do at my core, but mm-hmm. I've done, you know, I've listened to pop of all kinds, rock. You know I'm saying? Do you pull apart like different aspects of different genres to help with you this with album? Music? With this album, are you talking about just in general or with this the album? Because this album is where I mean, I'm going even, now. I mean, even with this album, like, did you pick apart stuff from like rock? In or, my like, current days, mm-hmm. which is what with the, this album, like, um, because that's where I feel like that's the truest. That's where my style is. I felt like home. I just I was just having fun recording the album. And so yeah, it just was, you know, a lot of MJ, a lot of Michael, a lot of Michael. That's the irony, number one influence. Mm-hmm. Let's 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 talk about it. In any era, Michael Joseph Jackson. I ain't got to keep saying that. Where one day I, gotta, I said that on the last I gotta podcast. Have you and my friend Josh on the phone, because you two are the biggest Michael Jackson. It's like fans I'm a I've student. I'm a student and I'm always learning and I'm not, I'm not going to reiterate anything I said in that last podcast. If you heard it, you heard it. Mm -hmm. But again, I'm a student and like a a real, an actual student, not saying, okay, I'm listening to, you know, thriller and you know, that's it. Oh, I want to get the glove and it's not, no, it's, it's, I'm listening to sessions. How, what was his tone? Like what, why did he make some of the choices? It's like, you know what I think of this 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 artistry thing? I think of it like like a, like a sport. You know what I'm saying? That's how like, I used I, to go I, by I spar. my music. I spar, mm-hmm. and in order to sp- you look at tape. I Mike is on that that, that <laughs> number one highlight reel. Okay, this is what he did, and not just what he did on stage. Mm-hmm. We talking about what he was doing in studio too. What was he doing in studio? Because it started. Started there, started started there, and he built. Literally, like he built, and so that's with this album, man. It was Mike, it was Janet, it was Miss Jackson. 
Mm. It was Miss Jackson too. She, I wish people knew. I really do. I wish I wish people knew. Like, cause she's so different, you know. And I think her style now, when you hear like even before the '90s, cause you had singers like uh, um, like a Aliyah or eventually like a Maya or even a Brandy. You know what I'm saying? Because Brandy also has that, like, when she does, like, those backgrounds and soft. Like, you you had soft voices. Janet, I think, Janet made that popular. Like, she, the way that she could, she can sing any song, a ballad, up-tempo, obviously, because that's kind of what she's known for. Yeah. But her ability to stack vocals, you know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, I remember you mentioned that yeah. a little bit on the last one. And it's crazy. As much as Michael has, and many people don't know this, as much as Michael has influenced Janet, would you be surprised if I said Janet influenced Michael? No. I mean, it's a family thing. They all no, gotta like, pull something from each no, other. No, Mike loved Janet. Mm-hmm. He loved her. Like, even in, like, if you look at, like, his, see, this is how you know you're a student. When you look at live shows, like, in the Dangerous era, and he's doing, like, those dance breaks, so yeah, I, I, if you, I'm gonna set the picture. Like if you seen him in the, the suit and the hat, he's dangerous. Mm-hmm. You know, you're doing the the, the the with the sound effects on stage that get the point. And then he start let's dance, dance. Then he started doing the dance that get the point is Jenny. He took that from her one of her songs. So he heard he was listening to like I think Rhythm Nation, and he was he was listening to Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis because they were like the like her co-producers, they were the producers, writers, her partners, basically, Jen's partner. And he was like, oh, no, I got to, I got to have my own. So then he got Teddy Riley. He got Teddy Riley. He said, we gonna, we about to do this new Jack, new Jack, new Jack swing. That's where you get that. Do you remember? Do, 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 do we? Bro, that song is low key. <laughs> that song low key be stuck in my head sometimes. I bet you remember? <laughs> Yo, know what I'm saying? Yeah. That whole era, that dangerous era. I think that's the best. Like in terms of Mike at his peak, that is my favorite era of Mike. Everybody gonna say Thriller, which is everybody bad. Bad is cold too. Bad is oh, bad is you know what I'm saying? But that that damn dangerous. And then even after that, like I mean, even after that, when you get to the history, mm-hmm. you know, with the with the um just like the late nineties. So you get the Earth song, you get songs like that. Um and then later on you get the Invincible, which is like early two thousands. And I don't think that album gets enough credit. But that was where you heard Michael on a like a digital era. So that um You Rock My World. Mm-hmm. Um, like that it was like a Rodney Jerkins dark, dark child. Man, I can we can sit here and talk for Mike Someday. all day because he I I've listened to a Rodney Jerkins interview recently on the on the on the uh, on a podcast and with with a bunch of like music heads and mm-hmm. like and even music they work in music as well where Rodney Jerkins is breaking down the process for working with Mike because he was friends with Mike. <laughs> From from the making of the album, and mind you, Rodney was like twenty one, like mm-hmm. nineteen. He young, and he making these these hit records, man. 
with Michael Jackson. And it's like, you, Yo, you sitting there. Someday I got to listen to Michael it's Jackson. It's a master class. I got to listen to his whole discography someday. It's, he's a master class. The way that Ronnie Jerkins was breaking down how he said he, he had all of these beats. He gave him the mic. And Mike and he and he was making crazy thing. Ronnie had all of these beats, and in those beats, I think, and I'm, I'm trying to, I'm paraphrasing. So if y'all really want to see what Rodney said, you can look up what Rodney said. I'm paraphrasing it. This is just me. I'm a fan. I'm watching. So Rodney's talking about how you know Mike. He was just like, yeah, about the he he got he got the opportunity. So he had all of these beats ready, made all these beats with his people, whatever. He go in there. Mike hears it. He was like. He played almost like he had a like a lot of music that a lot of instruments and stuff that he played for him, like a lot of beats that he played for. Him. And Mike was like, "Scratch that. We need natural sounds." So he went in and made a whole new batch. <laughs> That's how Mike was like. We need natural sounds, so like using like like percussives, like that, the, or like even little. Or like stumps. Mm-hmm. Like if you heard a Michael session, you hear him stumping. And while he's singing the song, it's like it's just you can make a whole song from his from his session. Mm-hmm. Like stuff that was not that did not make the song. Or stuff that was bleeding through. It's crazy, you know, I man. I thought of something random. I don't even remember if I asked you this the last episode, but I just want to ask you. How did because my friend Josh, who I also said is a big Michael Jackson fan, he strongly has an opinion on this. <laughs> what? Am I about to piss you off? No, 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 no. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out what you're going to say what it is. Because there's a lot with Mike. Because Josh had a very strong opinion about this. This is the reason he hates Drake. Oh, yeah. We how talked you, about this. Oh, okay. So, well, I think we talked can about you remind it. me? How do you feel about Drake using him on... Uh, on his one album. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't do we I don't know if we talked about that. He made a song called Don't Matter to yeah. Me on Scorpion. And but, that is the one reason why Josh hates Drake to this day. Cause he felt like it was disrespectful to Michael Jackson. Yeah, I mean it can it could be taken like that. If it's not cleared, if mm. the family didn't clear it. That's the I, thing with Aaliyah I too. It, I think Michael Jackson's nephew said that they did clear okay, it. Okay, so but I'm not gonna lie though. If he was gonna use Michael Jackson on the album, he he, I don't, I think he used the wrong reference track. <laughs> it didn't sound. It didn't I, I don't know. I don't. I know. think I've heard the song though. I don't know how basically to describe it, but it just didn't feel like something Michael would put out. Okay, I see what you're saying. Mm. Yeah, no, but it's but Drake is also caught in flag by uh, sampling a lot of other people too. Mm-hmm. I think he, even he with Aaliyah, with yeah, I was about to say that was a big one. And I think the flack with that is that her, I'm not gonna get into that. He but was about to make a whole I'm album. Not, I think a whole album or mixtape. Basically I'm not gonna get her. into the Aaliyah situation because that would make me mad. Like that, 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 <laughs> that, that like makes that me mad. I, no, yeah, that was that Yo, was that biopic was, was yeah. the worst one I've ever. You know, seen in you my know life. Zendaya. They tried to get Zendaya on the Zendaya. Yeah, Zendaya was like, no, no. Nah, she knew that ship was about to sink. But you know, if the family is not clearing it, if Miss mm-hmm. Diane and Miss and Rashad is not clearing it, Miss Diane is her mother, and Rashad is her brother. Mm-hmm. If they're not clearing it, why are you? Why you want to be a part of it? 
Exactly. Truth be told. Because they are, and, and, and it's not a dig. That ain't a dig, but that that's just the truth. Like those are that was her mother and that was her brother. Now, that's and if a they're dig. against that, that's a dig for me. That and shit and, was and horrible. The, the dig is though. The, here's the thing where it gets tricky. Barry Hankerson is her uncle. That's her. That's her mom's brother. He's the reason why. Is that the one that introduced her to R. Kelly? Yes, he's he was he launched his label with Aliyah. He was married to Gladys Knight before he was already managing R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. But Barry is. Um, He's the uncle of Aliyah. And so he's responsible for her success. And so he owns the rights to her music. The estate does not own the rights to Aliyah's music. That's that's a that's a fact. So anytime you're streaming her song on Spotify and you're streaming her song on, you know, on these because you know it got re-released mm-hmm. while he was relaunching Black Blackground, because that's the name of the label that he had Ali on him after that situation, all of the artists and stuff. Who I ain't going to get into that. I ain't trying to get nobody's, you know, business lawsuits they no, got going that, on. Thanks for bringing but up he, that. But he relaunched the label around the same time he released all of the people's music. So it wasn't just Aliyah's music that came out. It was Tony Braxton. It was Tank's first album. Uh, Timbaland and Magoo. Back, are you talking about back then or like recently? Recently, a few thank years you. ago. That's what thank it was. Thank you, because... I remember years ago, one of my fr- I was talking like with my friends years ago, and I was like, I never listened to her whole discography, and they were like, Why not? You seem like you would be into it, and I'm like, I never find it on streaming services. Yeah, it's not. And it and it's not until recently that it finally got up on streaming services, and they thought I was lying. I'm like, I'm not lying. No, if yeah. you look up Aaliyah right now, like <laughs> it's on now. Yeah, but now, I mean, but like back then, I was like, if you look it up, you ain't gonna find it. But Barry owns the rights to her music, unless something has changed. Mm-hmm. But from the last, um, last time I checked, um, he he owns the rights to her music, and I think not in getting nobody's business. I'm sure that they, the estate, the 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 owners of her estate, the heads of her estate are is her. Her mother, Miss Diane, and her brother Rashad. Mm-hmm. You know, and and they still don't got the rights to the music. So the state has they cannot. They have to get permission from Barry. So you take that how you will. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to, you know. But I mean the whole. But I was saying that to say I I I side with Missy. Because they were talking about that some years ago about how Drake was sampling. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were sampling Ali. She's sampled a lot. And it's and they were cleared, but it's cleared through yeah. her uncle, because he owns the rights. So um and and I get trying to keep her legacy alive. So that that's the other side of that. Mm-hmm. Right? I get I get that side of it, trying to keep her legacy alive. But again, like when you have somebody like a figure like Aliyah, because she was, she was ahead of her time. Mm-hmm. See, when you you when you just brought that up, you reminded me of the like, it's been like a big conversation in hip hop these past few years about because you know a lot of these rappers are dropping like flies. It's been a, <laughs> it's been a, I don't mean to laugh, but it's been a big conversation how. You know, I'm not laughing. once a rapper okay. dies, like they'll make like the the state owners yeah. of the label will be making posthumous albums 
and sometimes they'll be putting like people that probably are like artists they never even knew no. or stuff like that on a <gasps> or like them or like yeah I was my biggest example mm. my biggest example with X because the more they kept putting out more of his music why the fuck is Jordan Lucas and X on a song together Rick Ross and X I'm like I know they both from Florida but <laughs> Rick Ross and X like that but didn't make I sense. think a lot of the other artists is you know they have a I think some of the artists get on get on board because they had respect for or, their artists. Or like Pop Smoke and Dua Lipa. I think it was Dua Lipa and Pop Smoke <laughs> yeah. on his last album. Wait, but ironically enough, Dua Lipa's actually cold. I mean her music might be good, but No, Pop like Smoke no. No, I was just no, oh. I've just I I have uh, I know somebody that had a session of Dua Lipa. Like had like on this like why am we gonna say own? But I had a session to do it because I ain't trying to get anybody in trouble. But oh, they work with. I think so. And okay. I heard a, I heard an acapella. She's can they slide me for number? You know what I, mean? you know what <laughs> I think? Is, you know, I'm, I heard her song in the mall today. Was, if you wanna see me dance with somebody. Oh my god! Wait, that's her. Yo, at my job they stay yeah, playing that song. I get so annoyed. with somebody. That song gets on my nerves, but. <laughs> dun, dun. <laughs> but she cute. Though, oh so I no, like I like I like that. I ain't gonna hold you. I like that levitating, John. Wait, wait what? How's it go? I need you. You're my. Oh yeah, yeah, that was all right. They don't play that at my job. Not anymore. No, you know why they don't play it. Why? <laughs> Is there like some controversy or something? Shout out. No, nah, I ain't gonna do that. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, you can say it. You can say it. Man, no, they not playing it now mm. because the baby was on it. Oh. But let's let's talk about the fact that he oh. had the verse slapped on that though. So now you want to pull back the song? Cause... The baby, the, yo, the baby's still, I mean, okay, not still, because I ain't listened to none of his recent music, but, like, yeah, he go hard. I mean, like, I, I just think my thing is, and I ain't going to really get into the cancel thing, because I think in some instances, in a lot of instances, people do need to be canceled. Mm -hmm. You say something out of pocket, yeah, you, somebody should hold you to, uh, someone, the people have the right to hold you accountable for something that you did. I mean, like, it's, it's a business, it happens. But in that case, you know, with with the baby in terms of, like, that that song, because you, you definitely just, they had a song out with him, with Levitate. Mm -hmm. And that was a big thing, taking him off the song. After, you know, the song had already did numbers. We heard the song. We know, we know. That, and the version that's mostly played, if I'm not mistaken, is the one with him mm -hmm. on it. You know what I'm saying? With Levitating. Yeah, and so, but after that, they was like, "Oh, you know, you know, the, the, they was doing the tiptoe like that." You know what I'm saying? They tried to tiptoe out of that after the, the situation. It's like, like nah, difference. like own that, own own the fact. You can say, "Okay, I don't agree with what he did." Right. See, my thing is, I feel like there's levels to this cancel shit. You know and while yes, don't act like you didn't he, do a song with what him. What he said was ignorant. But to the point where basically this man then fell off the face of the earth of music, I'm like, well, damn. Like, I know he said something ignorant as hell, but like, he deserved to like lose everything pretty much because he ain't shit right now. I mean, that's how it's, that's kind of how this business goes, to be mm -hmm. honest with you. Um, but I mean, it's, I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I, um, you know, I was excited during that time, before that time. Let me rephrase it. 
That sounded bad when it first came out. <laughs> nah, I was excited before that time because, you know, the baby's from Charlotte. You know, yeah. he's from where I'm from. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, to see that, to see somebody make it, make it, because, you know, you everybody's still trying to get to where they want to go. But to see somebody at, on the main stage, on a Grammy stage like that, mm-hmm. and he bringing out Anthony Hamilton, another Charlotte native, you know what I'm saying? Like, the pride, you know what I'm saying? The people from North Carolina that we got, when we saw that, it was like, yeah. This dude got hot as fish. You know what I'm saying? And then and then when that happened, it's like, oh, damn. <laughs> like, damn, I'm sorry. We stand in the hood with this like, You know what I'm saying? You know? And so I, I you he know. He really fucked up the bag with that one. I don't know what type of time he was on. Man. Yeah, but, but yeah, that, that's, that's, it was, I was, that was a, I, I was like, damn. As a fan, a fan of like, that era, cause you even had the the, the baby and Meg, you know what I'm saying, cry baby. Yeah. And then they had the the the, the song. I think it was a uh, cash shit too. It's fire. After that, you know, after that situation with you know, I think the, the Meg and Tori situation, yeah. they, they pulled that back too. I mean, they didn't pull it back, but that was that was. You know, I'm gonna leave that alone because yeah. I don't want to. We don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. I already no. done. Made, I already done. <laughs> you, made, without saying, you my, did. Without I'm not make, saying nothing about no, that. Without no. making my stance, you know, without saying my full stance on the whole on that whole situation, um, I definitely have made people mad with my opinion on it. Actually, I can say my opinion on it. So, like back then when I used to talk about it, I did openly admit that I thought Tori shot Megan. Okay. But here's the thing that made people mad. It wasn't for, because I don't believe it because of the narrative that the internet tried to make that he hates black women. I said it because Tory Lanez is just an aggressive person in general. Ooh. Like he there's plenty of videos of him putting his hands on men and now you're telling me that he shot a woman. This isn't about him, about Megan being specifically a woman. This is just him being aggressive in general. That's what made people mad. I'm like, no, I'm not gonna listen to y'all narrative. He's just an aggressive ass person. Like that, it just is what it is. But what made what was what was people get mad about? Because I didn't agree with the narrative that it was him going against black women. Oh, okay. Because you know, around that time, if you sided with protecting black women, yeah, if you sided with Tory, it's still protect black women. It's always protect black women. Like I don't have nothing against Megan personally. I don't like her music, but that doesn't mean I want her to get shot. Wait, you don't like you don't like Meg? Nah. Wait, no, but Meg is cold. I know. I think lyrically. She, no, listen. I think she can be. A, she has the skill of a talented rapper. What? I'm saying. A, I'm saying a compliment. No, I'm. I'm she ha- she has the skill of a talented rapper, but I tried listening to like, like her song. A project. That's what she's saying. I tried listening <clears throat> to a project, and all I heard was my pussy, my ass, my pussy, my ass, and I'm like, okay, I get it. Like, I'm not. I'm not a female, so of course this isn't fully gonna like stick with me. But I kind of hate when people say that though, because I listen to Nicki, and she has a lot of music that I fuck with. Have you heard her? Have you heard Meg's recent stuff? Like her recent album. No, because here the after thing, the situation, no, you should. But here, but here's the thing, because a lot of people have also gotten me on, gotten on me about that. I used to do that with Lil Yachty, where I heard his first few mixtapes. 
I ain't rock with them, so I don't listen to nothing no more. It's like if I know I don't like a <laughs> you got a certain amount of if time. I, if I if I listen to an artist, if I give them a genuine chance, like I listen to like multiple projects, and I still don't like it, do I still need? To I listen? mean, I mean, not like you. You if you you listen to what you want to listen I li- to. Because so. I listen, I felt like I listened to enough of Megan to get like, all right, I'm not gonna. No, like but it. let's be clear. I'm not. I'm not really talking about her music. Uh, I'm talking about on wax. You get oh, a yeah. mic, as, and she freestyling the name. As a rapper, she is very, she is she very cold. talented. She cold. But that's what pisses. She that's cold. why I don't. That's why I don't like Megan's music. She can out rap a lot. You're saying, but you're saying the reason why I'm mad about her I'm music. I'm not. I ain't trying to. I ain't trying to. I ain't trying to step on nobody's toes. But I'm just saying, like in if general, any, anything, I heard her I'm, do. I, she was rapping on the. Uh, if anything, the I'm hit com- up beat, man. If anything, I'm complimenting her because I know she has the talent. So why do you keep wasting it on just talking about your ass and pussy? I know you have. I <laughs> but know you, know you have in. more. That's in. That's in. That's everybody. That's everybody. Don't sit here and no. you name them. No, 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 no. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> no, no. That's everybody. But here's the thing. Just like, I, just like, because people say that to me all the time, and I'm like, but with Nikki, yes, she has a lot of songs. I was going to say. But wait, listen. There's a lot of songs where she talks about that, but when you listen to her full projects, you hear more than just that. I mean, but also I think with Nikki, she's a, an anomaly anyway. Because what you mean by that? she's... Or like, nobody you know, has had nobody you know nobody has had the the level of or you know backing what, let, me, let me let me let and me, and 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 has had that commercial success let me let me compare Megan to somebody else that people be getting on me about so all right Cardi yes I say that I like Cardi B's music and then people will question me like why do you like Cardi B's music but you don't like Megan's here's the thing. Cardi B's more recent music? No, I don't like that because now all she talks about is ass and pussy. She's but, always been wait, talking listen, about ass. But listen, listen. When Invasion of Privacy first came out, that album is not just about her ass and yeah. pussy. No, it's but not. I mean, like even before that. But that's what I'm saying. The, I can get more content out of her. I think than with Megan. Meg, I think with Meg, her popular stuff is ass and pussy. That's what that's what sells. I listened to a project and I still do I mean, hear like, nothing but that. But have you heard her last her last album? I think she's released two albums you know since Anthony, the situation. I'm a listen to her. I'm, I'm a I am too, actually. I'm a listen to her most recent album. I, I'm I'm not defending nobody. So let's be clear. I ain't heard none of these albums. And also let me <laughs> let me make it clear. I'm not saying that Megan is a bad rapper. That's my whole point of why I'm disappointed oh, in her music. She is a very talented rapper. I heard her rap. Yeah. I heard her freestyle. She gets she busy. is very talented, but I'm mad that she's wasting her talent. Have that's you heard Plan problem. B? I mean, that song yes, was about that. Yes, that that shit was trash. What? Yes. You you said that was Am wait I a get, second. Or maybe I might be getting it mixed up Plan with another song. B. And I ain't gonna start rapping because it's gonna sound crazy. <laughs> you know, after this episode, Wait, I'm gonna listen to no, it. No, but Plan B, Plan B was that uh, when she was talking about she was rapping. It was more of her style. It had the it was a Jodeci like sample. Dun, dun. Yeah, I'm gonna have to listen dun, to it after this. Dun, it had like a '90s beat to it. It was more of her speak because she kind of like. You know, she was kind of. They said the song kind of reminded him of a little Kim, cause little Kim got on the remix. Mm-hmm. So, you if, know if I had to say definitively, the only song from Megan that I really fuck with is "Cash It." 
You know what I'm saying? And just the hook, yo. That hook is. is the, I don't I, know. That hook is very. I cash. like. I like her the stuff before, like the when she was on the come up. On the come up. But yeah, like before that, like the Tina Snow. Mm. She, cause she's the, she's the influence of Pimp C, which is like. Dude, that's Texas. That's that. It don't get more hip hop than so that. What I want that's Southern hip hop. What I want you to do is after this episode, send me the projects that you think I should listen to. Yeah, it ain't gonna be. I'm just. Gonna, I don't. That I'm can not probably gonna probably change my. Mind. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not really trying to change your mind because again, like I, I, I can't because I haven't heard all of the albums myself too. But I'm saying from what I've heard, mm-hmm. she can definitely do more than just. Ass and pussy. That's yeah, what, of, all of more, in terms of in terms of in terms of in terms of if you're gonna compare her, you you, you use Cardi as an example. Yeah, that's what I do. Uh, I would I would rethink that. Invasion of privacy is and I love Cardi more. and I love Cardi. Invasion of privacy is so much more than. But what? But what was her? You got to also listen to what she was doing before that because that ain't the first part. She had mixtapes. Yeah, I know. Listen, have you heard her? Not the full mixtape. Oh no, 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 no! Actually, my favorite song. Do your homework. Wait, hold on. My favorite song of all time from Cardi B is on one of her mixtapes. Yeah, but I need you to listen to it. Listen to it, and then we can have a conversation. Like, and I gotta listen to it too. So I I guess our homework is we gonna listen to Cardi's come up mixtapes, and we gonna listen to Megan's mixtapes, and then we can have a conversation. Because I I feel like. It sometimes before they start, it's a little different. Now, honestly, obviously, like you know, labels push a certain thing. So yeah. what's in is what's in and what's hot is why Meg is known for being the stallion. She's a hot girl. So they're going to be talking about pushing her. They're going to be talking about, put, like, you know, rocking. What is it? Rock the boat? Not rock the boat. Hey, drive the boat. The drive the boat. Rock the boat is Aliyah. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, drive the boat, you know, like stuff. So she's the hot girl. So that's kind of like her thing. But you know what's crazy? They don't but talk about the you- fact. They don't talk about the fact that she out here helping you know, HBCUs. They don't talk about the fact that say, she out here. She doing so much good stuff. I was just going to bring up. I'll be seeing point. that. I was going to bring up a little point real quick. When you brought up the drive the boat thing, a lot of people don't know that started from Kodak. Oh, real for real? No, yeah. I'm not surprised. That, the, that drive, let me drive the boat meme. He was saying that he wanted credit for that because she basically took it. And like, well, I mean, you know, and he then also, also he put on co- he co- I mean, Bodak, Bodak Yellow. Yellow. <laughs> no, no. And the other thing is, I saw a post today where where academics were bringing up points on how Lil Yachty basically helped out a lot of the female rappers today, like with Act Up with the City Girls. He wrote that song, and then you quoted heard- academics. Yeah. No, I only listen to the facts. <laughs> there are certain things that... No, but I, I, I am a fan of academics, but here's the thing. I know when to separate his opinion and when to separate his facts. Because this is the same dude that will say that Drake is a better rapper than Kendrick. And that is never... I've, I've, you that know, is not I, I got, you know, I don't know anybody, so I can't really have any conversations, like, about, until I actually what? personally... No, wait. Wait. Let me let me finish what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> but you have heard Drake and Kendrick albums, right? Yeah, I've heard a couple of Drake's and Kendrick's albums. I know okay, I've heard, okay. you know, you know what I'm saying? Damn is my uh Is your favorite? Was the album that I really like like listened to. I gotta listen to Pimp the Butterfly. Oh, yeah. That's an listen. essential yeah, album. Yeah, yeah. I've heard bits and pieces. 
Mm-hmm. I'm saying Drake. I've heard. I feel like you would really love. Since you're also a big fan of Tupac, I feel like you would really love like Tupac Butterfly. Yeah, because that's originally what the album was kind of based on. He was originally gonna call it Tupac. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think Kendrick is cold. But what was I saying? I'm glad you. Oh, I was gonna let me finish that statement because we were talking about academics. Mm-hmm. I don't know anybody, you know, to really speak on who they are personally, but I've seen videos of this man fighting women. Mm. And that's all I'm going to say. And and he was talking a little bit different, you know, when, 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 when he was talking about the guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, the energy was a little bit different. And what, in what situation? We, with, with a lot of situations. No, in but, terms of academics. Yeah. Because I've heard a lot of people say that. And I would say it's somewhat, my stance is a somewhat similar thing to the Tory Lane. Academics, I don't think he would ever put his hands on a man. But I'm saying, I've seen a lot, and I've been a fan of academics basically since he was on the come up. And I've seen a lot of videos where he was being hella disrespectful to men. Yeah, but what you say? What you say? Especially the meek men. What you you say? You said videos. Mm -hmm. Now I want to see that in person. I but, want, but he he won't do it in person. Right, right. But he's done that with women in person. That's the point I'm trying to make. Okay, oh, okay. From I'll, from videos that I've seen. I don't one. know him, you know what I'm saying? But from videos I've seen. So okay. again, I don't know none of these people, but I, I I from what I've heard, I'm like academics is like, eh. See, cause it's crazy because when, when I first I hear, was introduced to academics, it was I was like, oh, this guy's real funny. When I hear when I hear about people talking about academics and how he treats women. At least on Twitter, they always use his live streams where he's talking hella shit. I'm like, you can't use his live streams because he talks shit about everybody that he wouldn't say shit, okay, that's fair. shit to in person. I'll give you but that. But if it's an in-person I'll situation, we've had seen proof of him doing... I've seen videos of him yelling in women's faces in person, but when Vic Mensa called him a bitch on Everyday Struggle, he didn't Nor do the anything. Migos. Oh, yeah. and the Well, that their problem was more with Joe, Joe Biden. Biden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and look, I could act if you happen to watch this. I'm not dissing you, but I'm not you, either. I mean, it sounded like I was. I just like I don't know, like the the optics. Yeah. With him, in terms of like how it is presented on social media, ain't good. Yeah. So I'm not gonna lie. It's hard being an academics fan, especially. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's also yeah. But it's also hard being an academics fan when you're also realistic about shit. Cause oh. it's like, cause certain things he says, it's like, all right, bro, like you kind of need to chill out. But then at the same time, it's like, damn, I am a fan of you. But then also, you do be fucking tripping sometimes. Yeah. Like I still can't get over how he genuinely thinks that Drake is a better rapper than Kendrick and Cole. I can't get over that. Oh, he was serious. Yes, he seriously says that Drake is a better rapper, and this ain't no diss to Drake. Drake, I really love your music. If you happen to be watching now, this, the but... question is, would Drake agree with that? No, he wouldn't. Okay, <laughs> Drake is very competitive as hell. Yeah, no, but I mean, I don't. If I... I was famous right now and he heard me say this, he would be sending disses my way. No, but would album. Drake agree with the fact that? He's a better rapper than Kendrick and yeah. you think Drake, so? Drake is very competitive. I know he's competitive, but you would think he would say that? He's competitive and petty. Do you do you think he would say he's a better rapper than Wayne? He's been well, no, not Wayne. See, Drake mastered Drake mastered the the art of not not outshining your master or 
You you know the um Could he outshine Wayne? What are no, we talking about? No, wait, wait, wait. I'm not saying that he could. I was about to I'm say I was like, now I gotta could. enter the but chat. Listen, but listen. For real, this, But listen, right. you know the book The Fifty Laws of Power. Like yeah, the 48 Fifty Laws, Laws of Power, power yeah. And one of them and one of the uh things is don't outshine your master. Even and I'm not saying that Drake is better, but in the book it says that even if you are better than your master, always give them praise no matter what. And Drake has always done that with Lil Wayne. If you listen, if you pay attention, he'll diss almost anybody in his in his bracket or his category. But to the people before him, Eminem, Wayne, Jay-Z, well, I won't say fully Jay-Z cuz they used to have subliminal battles with each other. But I'm saying but. and that's not a that's not a competition either. What? Are subliminal you battles? No, lyrically, that ain't a competition. Drake and Kendrick? No. I mean, what, what, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Let's. Yeah, we, I didn't even. Talk, I wasn't even talking about that. Talking about Lil Wayne. Hell yeah. Oh, well, yeah. All of them you listed. All of them you listed. But I'm. But I'm saying. Like, that, if we go on lyrics, lyrics yeah, lyrics. But I'm saying that Drake never tries to outshine his master. He knows he's not going to win. That but I mean, battle. he's different. I think Drake is different from Wayne. You no, know what I'm saying? I'm, and all of these other artists. Would, I'm saying that he would never do that because he knows he can't win right. that battle. But I'm saying, I'm, my question was, would I'm saying, would he agree with academics in saying that he's a better rapper? Oh, I never said he was better than Wayne. He was only saying he was better than Kendrick. No, but I'm saying you're saying that that Drake would agree that yes. he's a better rapper yes. than Kendrick. <laughs> I wish I could call Drake on the phone. <laughs> he would say that. He would say that. Drake is... Wow. Drake would say that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he would. That's the crazy thing. I'm enlightened. I, I didn't mean, know. I wouldn't. Old... I you know. I wouldn't have thought. That. Nah, <laughs> I wouldn't have thought that. Yeah. Drake is a very. No, nah, I know that. I know he Drake. Is a very but I mean, I mean, not horrible. Wow. <laughs> at least a lot of the stories I hear about Drake. He's he has a personality. Like like so. I mean, I get it. But I mean, I that. That's Anthony, crazy. All I'm going to say is this. You get in the industry, you get a fine-ass girlfriend, don't beef with Drake. Because from what I'm hearing, if he knows he can't be somebody, he always tried to get out their girlfriend. Well, I mean, I ain't going to... I'm not... My thing is, I'm I'm in this... I'm not going to be beefing. Like, I, I, I'm about to... I'm be paying... I mean, you never know I, what you get. No, no, <laughs> no, because I'm going to be... I'm going to be so far removed from social media. I'm like, I'm going to be like Prince. You know, I ain't going to have a phone because everybody else around me going to have one. You see what I'm saying? Like, Maybe for Kendrick, and Kendrick move like that who? too. <laughs> no, I mean, it's a one-sided beef. Then, if that's the case, because I ain't have no device to respond. I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be so in my own world, like it's not even. Because I'm like, this is, you know, and then and that's a bigger conversation. Like, this is not, you know, this is all temporary. I'm not, I'm not worried. You know, at the end of the day, like this is a, uh, this is what I, you know. I want to do this is what I'm going to do. I'm not in this to have, you know, obviously it's competitive. I don't think I beef with Drake because Drake is not or anybody like Drake because I wouldn't, you know, they they're already in the industry. So I would look crazy trying to beef with somebody who's already established himself right, as the an only, artist. The and only then we're new, just in two totally different lanes. The only new guy I ever seen, well, he's not R&B, but like the only new guy I ever seen successfully beef with Drake and still have a career is X. When he came out the gate dissing Drake like that. Well, a lot of, you know, that's a lot of people's come ups now. When they come out and they start dissing the OGs, that's just kind of a thing. I'm know? not going to lie, though. Drake did X a little dirty, though. He dissed him back. 
No, because originally how it all happened was, okay, X came out with Look At Me. And then Drake had a song on his More Life album, which basically stole the flow from Look At Me. And X and his manager told the story how Drake basically like knew X on the come up, wanted to work with him and everything. But instead of working with him, he just stole his flow from his biggest song at the time. And every and if you listen, you didn't know about this controversy. No, I'm gotta, not surprised. I gotta play you. I gotta play you the songs <laughs> because people it's made been, people made mashups uh-uh. of "Look at Me" and Drake's song, and That's it sounds the really same song. They put Drake on the "Look at Me" beat, and it sounds so perfect. Like he really stole this whole man's whole flow. You know, that's a again. That's the thing. Like I, 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 and you know what it is. I'm gonna try to when I get in this industry, Tevin, mm-hmm. like like full on into this industry because I'm already into it. I ain't aspiring. I'm I'm in it. I'm not I'm not falling in them traps. <laughs> I'm really trying to stay away from it. I mean, I know they go be squeaky clean. <laughs> you want to know the crazy thing real quick? We have, we have been recording for a fucking hour. For real? For hour. Wow. <laughs> any questions? You want to ask me the questions? Go on now. I'm ready. I'm prepared myself because we got to I'm here to promote, right? Yo. <laughs> 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 Listen, yo, we filmed the whole episode. <laughs> you going to break this up into two? Yeah. If I have to, baby, or I'll just do one long episode. Our original, our first episode was like two hours. I told him I ain't gonna hold you when I went. I was like, I'm gonna just give him the answers he need. I ain't gonna try to make it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Well, you kind of touched on this before, but um, my first question was um. What inspired you to go into this direction with the album? So I, I think I told the story off camera. Mm-hmm. So I had I had a manager friend who wanted me to play my discography for one of this these heads and like uh, industry heads. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, shout out to Zeus. I would say his name. His name is Zeus. He um he wanted me like because he I've known him for a while he's managed he's not my manager but he's been kind of like all right i want to see you with this like try to put me in situations you know because i've been recording for a long time Mm -hmm. so he was like you know i want to introduce you come out to you know pa you know i'm sitting on pa and i need you to you know meet with this energy head guy's name is brizzy brizzy on the beat if you heard uh jt no bars He's a he's the producer, Brizzy. We got Brizzy on the beat. That shit go crazy. I think that's his tag. So that's that's him. I didn't. That was before. So I didn't know. This is maybe like a couple months before, but you before know, the album? before no. This is no. This is a uh, a year and and more before the album. Oh, but this is like a little bit before that. No bars thing came out. So I didn't really know who I was talking to. That's the thing. I went in there and didn't know who I was talking to. That's kind of how it goes. Mm-hmm. So he's chilling. Brizzy's you know chilling, playing the game, and he's working but playing the game too. So Zeus was like, I want you to like, you know, play your discography, let him hear. At the time, I only had one song called Kiss Me Slow, which was like my introduction into the Afro pop and B era. Um, And so after Kiss Me Slow, I just played all my regulars, which were like R&B, regular R&B songs that I've had out. And so once it was done, he was like, okay, okay. He was like, nah, this is, this is cold. He said, I think sonically, I think Kiss Me Slow is your strongest song. No, it is your strongest song. He's like, I can hear this on the radio now. Mm-hmm. I can hear this now. And 
he said, but the crazy thing is he was like, although like I, I can kind of see it. He was like, I don't really know what I want. I don't know what to do with this. I don't know what they would do with this. Like I can kind of see it. And at first I was like, you know, what you mean? Like, you kind of see it. Like, I just didn't understand that. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, when they first come out, when artists first come out, they got to have a niche. People got to know you for something. And I, what do we know you for? You know what I'm saying? He's like, you, you've you done R&B, you do it well. I, he was like, so his advice was like, just stick to that. Because that's what you've done mostly. So what is your what is your niche? Somebody has to know you for something. Then once you find your niche, then you branch out of doing all these other things. Mm-hmm. But at that same time, when I had just dropped Kiss Me Slow, after I had dropped it and I heard it, I'm like, this is me. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is me. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because, you know, it's on an Afrobeat. And I had been listening to Afrobeats for, you know, a while. You know what I'm saying? But I wasn't like, okay, I'm going to be a full on. I'm not an Afrobeat artist. So I didn't want, and then you know there's there's a there's a there's a there's a thing that comes with that. It's like, all right, so what you saying, bro? Like, but you like you 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 from Nigeria now? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I didn't want that. I didn't want that to be a conversation or you know appropriation or anything. Mm-hmm. But it's not. You know what I'm saying? Because what I'm doing is different. Like my tone just just so happens to just sits a little differently on an Afrobeat instrumental. Um, the songs themselves have allowed me to do anything I want to do. So it, it that's why, you know, that came, you know, that came about. So as time went on, I um, I was like, all right, so I got to find my niche. Like I got to, we got this, whatever I do is niche. So I had recorded the song called Delusional. I was like, I'm going to stick with this Afrobeat thing. I don't know what it's gonna, I'm going to call it, but we're going to stick with it. At first it was just, okay, Afropop. Cause it's popular. It's not. I'm not doing patois. It doesn't sound like a typical Afro beat, mm-hmm. cookie cutter. Um, and it, and you know. And so so eventually, people was asking me, what, "What's your style of music?" And at the time, I had the idea for one of my songs on the album called "Rhythm No More." It's the first song on the album um, that actually came from "Kiss Me Slow." It came from a lyric in "Kiss Me Slow." Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was the name of the album. So uh, during that time, somebody asked me like. Uh, What's what's your style? What's your style? And I'm like, it's Afro right now. I mean, it's R&B at its core, but it's Afro pop-ish. And then somebody asked me again. I was like, it's Afro pop Brent B. And I'm like, ooh. And I'm like, that's a a good name. Mm -hmm. And so then I was like, you know what? I might just name that one of my albums, my next album. At the time, I had knew I was gonna, I was making an album, so I'm like, on the next album called Afro Popper B. And then something was nudging me. I was like, No, you need this now. You need to use that now, cause that's that's what this is. So the album's called Afro Popper and B. One word. It's it's literally spelled Afro Pop R and B. So you, even if you said Afro Pop R and B, because people say that too, mm. you're still saying what you're saying what it is. So this is that niche. You know what I'm saying? And so that that was why I kind of went in that direction. And and I think my tone allows me to do different things and, and and incorporate different things. And so shout out to Brizzy for having that conversation. I don't he doesn't know that that was he don't know that, that that's where that where that he kind of helped become. He didn't know that he was kind of like a catalyst because mm-hmm. I haven't had much conversation with him, um, at least in the making of this album or anything. But 
that was why. Like, you know, that 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 finding niche is important. And so I think now this is allowing me the space for some reason on that Afrobeat. I can do a lot of things that I could not do on a regular traditional R&B. And it's still R&B. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's still true to me, but I'm doing so what, were what those, I want. What were those things that you felt like you could do on this opposed to like a regular R&B track? I mean, rhythmically, it's very different. You know, like on a song, take a song like um, Best of Me. Mm-hmm. which was like the song I did before Kiss Me Slow. It's like this trap beat. So it's like an R&B trap thing going. Um, and so like on there, it, it's like the pockets of me, like it's it's like the way that you, that my flow, you know what I'm saying? My flow, not me talking like I'm a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> It's crazy. My flow on it is a little different. You know what I'm saying? Like on a, on a, on that beat, it's like I gotta go more of like a hip hop flow. I can't really do that. I can't be really behind the beat. The Afro beat allows you with the rhythms, the way that they're placed, the way the instrumentation is placed, it allows my voice and vocals to do, and then I also do stacks. So it allows me to the production to do some of the work too. So like I can do more effects. There's more space. So it allows me, I don't got to always be quote unquote on beat, but I mean, I'm on beat, but it's unorthodox. So I got to find a rhythm and lock in. No, No. I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that about me. I ain't gonna go into that. (laughs) No, no, no. I had to shoot. I had to shoot. I shot that down real fast. Yo, no, 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 no. I'm not fighting. I'm not fighting. <laughs> not fighting. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I ain't, I want no smoke. Blueface, if you watching this, it's no smoke. No, nah, it was all jokes. You know, you hey, know they it, be joking. It was a joke for him. He, yeah, he so made you got this it. First, I'm find the beat. All right, so so yeah. you get it. So you with it, but but nah, like it's it just allows me the space to do, you know, mm-hmm. and then you know, I mean. Credit is due to Afrobeat artists like hearing a Wiz kid and hearing a Burner Boy or oh, I a T. Get into Burner Boy. Oh, everybody stay talking about Burner Boy. I gotta check. And out. I we can get into that because he had a conversation recently that enlightened me because they've tried to box him. Like, okay, what is your music? Like, they call him an Afrobeat artist because he's African. You know what I'm saying? And the beats are Afrobeat. But they, he can he's rapping on it. He's using he's doing the he's using the pigeon. Uh I think he's Nigerian. He's using Nigerian. I wanna say Nigerian. He could be Ghanaian, but I don't wanna I don't wanna I don't, y'all. I wanna say he Nigerian. I do not wanna mess that up for those people from Nigeria, Ghana, Ghana. <laughs> please. I'm not trying to mix that up. I wanna say he's Nigerian though. But mm-hmm. you know what? I'm going to look this up. <laughs> he said, hold on, let me pull out the script Let's not, because I'm not about to be set up, bro. Uh, Nigerian, Nigerian. Oh, okay. I was right. So, yeah, like, they tried to box him. You know, he's a rapper, R&B artist, and all of these other things. And he was like, you know, what he's doing now is what he's always really been doing. And he has elements of pop, too. So there's like, what is it? He calls it. Get this. He calls what he's doing. And this is a recent interview. He calls it Afrofusion. 
he's sampling now songs like, you know, Last Last. Mm-hmm. Don't cast Last Last. Everybody go chop breakfast. Child. Why did I think that was his song? Do, 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 do. It is Burning Blue. Oh, okay. But the sample is Tony Braxton. I didn't pick that up. Yeah, yeah. It's Tony Braxton. And so, like, he's sampling, like, an R&B song. And he did the same thing with Top of the World, which is also... A, we were talking about Ronnie Jerkins earlier. Mm-hmm. Ronnie Jerkins. Um, so he's taking, like, black like black American music and sampling that. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, like, he, he he's calling his music Afrofusion. And so that's kind of like... You know what I'm saying? Like, that's... And I, I, that was eye-opening to me. He's getting criticism. Because he, they don't really know how to box him in. So the, the style of music is Afrofusion. You haven't really heard a, a sound like that. Mm-hmm. And I haven't heard it. So when I'm hearing him say this, and I had just came out with this album called Afro Pop R&B, I said, Phew. And then I had another friend. I know I'm talking. I had another friend who had an analysis of the album. He, he had one of the best analysis of the album. And he said, he was like, yo, He's like, I think you can like really stick this out because it's like there's so much undiscovered with Afro. Like it's it's like you Afro R and B, Afro pop, mm-hmm. you know, Afro. Um, there's another genre too, and I'm thinking I'm, I'm blanking out. I forgot reggaeton, reggae. Like you're getting Afro reggae. It's it's so much, you know. There's so much that has not really been tapped on the mainstream level. Mm-hmm. So that's why, because my one of my concerns was like, is this going to age well? Are these records going to age pretty well? And I think, I think they are. I mean, Afropop seems like it's going to be here to stay. Yeah, I think Afropop and B, I think this album and the genre, the genre of just Afropop and stuff. It's, it's funny that you brought up, I mean, it's funny that we talked about academics because he was talking about how like, People in the in the music industry is starting to put more of a focus on that because now we're leaving the era where people just want to hear about like drugs, violence, and all that. <laughs> Are you talking about hip hop? Well, no, just just the whole landscape. General, music, yeah, the whole landscape of music. Like apparently, labels are done trying to focus on just rappers because you know rap was a big thing these past few years, and now they're trying to put more into Burner Boys and even um, Whiskey. Wiz Kid, but who's that other um Fireboy? No, he's a he's a Hispanic rapper. He makes Hispanic music. What ba- Bad Bunny? Yeah, Bad Bunny. Like they're trying yeah. to, they're trying to have more fun sounding type Latin, music become more the mainstream thing. Trap Latin Latin trap. So it's yeah. it's all it's, it's, it's global. Yeah. It's really global. That's 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 what they kind of generic call because it's so much undiscovered. Mm-hmm. And so but I loved I love Burning Boy's approach to that. Because he's, it's kind of like he's like on the one. He's on the other side of that because he's already in the industry, like, like, like full on in the industry. But he's on the other side of that doing Afro. He's he's an Afro B artist. That's mm. how they label him, and he's doing R and B. You see what I'm going here? Mm. And I'm R and B at my core on an afro beat so without even playing that you were already kind of like on the same wavelength as him i mean like i'm not gonna say i was on the same wavelength but i was on the same wavelength. i didn't realize it until recently i heard i saw the interview and i was like this is crazy and it's and it's a different sound like no one sounds like him Mm. no one sounds like him you know no one sounds like a whiz kid 
Like, cause even Wizkid style and Afrobeat is very different. He got that sax. He usually has like a saxophone thing going, mm-hmm. you know. And he's done a lot. Even songs before he, we before the mainstream knew him, he was on. Uh, he did, he's responsible for. Uh, he worked with Drake a lot. Yeah, the one dance. That's why, that's why Drake basically got into that whole style. One dance. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and Wiz. I mean, he's been on a lot of stuff. So I mean, like I mean, and even like even the, the women now are like getting their buzz because you got Ty too, who's mm-hmm. known as like the queen of Afro beat. She's queen of Afro beat, and she's called she did she did a song with Brandy. So now you getting R and B artists coming on the songs. You had the Beyonce with the the uh, Blackest King, mm-hmm. or the, uh, the, that Lion King inspired soundtrack where he, she had all of these Afro. It's now becoming a thing. Chris Brown has been doing it with, you know, well, really, Chris Brown has always been a part of, like, getting on their stuff. Mm-hmm. So now they're getting on his. And you, and well, Call know, Me Every Day, Mona Lisa. I don't know Lisa. if you heard uh, that artist I told you about on the last episode we did, Quabs. Yeah, you you're talking about him? it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he even has, like, some old songs that somewhat was kind of like that. But I mean, he's from the UK, and uh, yeah, I, I guess mean, I guess they were already on UK. that type of time before, like it got big here. So yeah, then you get house, mm-hmm. you get house, house and discos coming back too. So all of that is getting, all of that is really in the album. Like you're getting house because with rhythm Demore, it's I didn't think I could pull that off. I'd be all the way honest with you. I was like, I heard Drake do it. <laughs> I, I heard know, Drake like, do it. When I first I, heard the song, I was like, this feels like something Drake would have made on Boy yeah, Life. Yeah, no, Drake, Drake, did, he did it on the, uh, his recent album. The, what's the album the that, that came out? The one with 21? Yeah, no, the the, the record he did the uh, oh, last oh. summer. Not, I, I like to forget that album. That, sh- that shit was... That was, it was all house. Mm-hmm. Majority of it was the house. And then obviously Beyonce with the uh, Renaissance. Yeah. So like you getting and it's probably a whole lot more that it's not coming off the top of my head right now. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, yo, I'm kind of trying to carve out. I'm really trying my best to carve out this lane. I want it to be digestible because I don't want it to be too far removed that the listeners like I can't really relate to this. But nah, like I think I'm, I think I'm on to some. Well, from from what you be saying on Instagram and. And, like, some of the comments I've seen, like, I remember I saw the Rowan post and somebody actually tagged you in the comments on, like, what yeah. they're listening to. So, from stuff like that, I can see, like, the listeners are rocking with it. Shout out to John Horton. So, that's one of the questions I was going to ask you, like, how's the reception been? Like, people been rocking with it? I have been shocked. Like, I mean, like, and I think it's still growing the more I promote it. Every, I say this, every day I'm promoting. Like, today, it's a new album. Every day I promote it. The day I stop promoting it, it just falls to the wayside. But every day I do see you promoting I ain't that shit. letting up. You be using the notes. Sometimes you use stories. <laughs> like, sometimes um, you just make You ain't never heard posts. me promote an album. <laughs> like, you. Yo, because pro- I, I believe in it. Mm-hmm. Like, I believe in it. You know what I'm saying? I really believe in it. I know. And, I've, and, and I know it's different. I know it's different. And it's like, and it's not me as an artist because, you know, I've, this is not my first time dropping the album. I did an album two years ago with Ken Syrian. Mm-hmm. Um, volume one. I hate to break it to y'all. It ain't gonna be another volume. That that's that's it. You ain't gonna Damn. you, you, you ain't gonna get that. You know, what 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 Brizzy say, once I find my niche, then you might get another one. I don't know, but you, you I, it's looking like you ain't gonna get it. Damn. But but uh 
I was gonna go back to listen to that one too. I'm like, it's well, a good no, 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 no. It's a good album. It's a good album. But I don't. I didn't love it. Mm. I didn't love it. I I played it and that was it. I played it one time once I released it and that was it. I ain't never listened to that album. Well, this album. Wait, wait real quick. While talking about like the the older one. How do you feel like you grew as an artist from that last album? A lot. Because I'm doing what I want to do. I'm doing, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I went into this like, I want to make the music that I want to hear. I didn't do that with the last album. I was like, I just want to make the music, good music, feel good music. That was what I said. Mm -hmm. This is feel good music because it's the music I want to hear. I, the first thing I said, I said, I want to make my own playlist. This is, if y'all don't listen to it. Hell, I'll listen to it. Bro, you sounded more like Drake this whole interview. No, though. but it's just the truth. It's not, it's not, it's like, I'm he serious. more life of playlists. <laughs> you might be more like Drake than you think. No, I'm not, I'm not, that's not an insult. Oh, okay. That is not an insult. But I would take that as a, that, that's a compliment. I mean, I know people might give me flack for saying that, but that, that <laughs> that's a compliment. But I mean, I'm not saying that I'm not against like, not to say that it don't, I don't want it to be twisted in a way where it's like I'm not, I don't, I'm not open to criticism because that's not, that's oh, no, not I wasn't that. Saying that. No, I know, I know. I just had to say that for the listeners. But, but no, nah, like, no, nah, like I wanted to make the music that I wanted to hear. And so with the last album, I think I wanted, I was making the music more so that I knew other people wanted me to hear. Oh, you're doing R&B. You sound like this person. You sound like this person. So you should make a song like this. And I like the, I, I, I like the songs. Mm -hmm. But I can hear other people singing them. I can give the song to this one. I can give the song this one, and they can do it. With these records, I was really trying. I was trying to see if I could hear anybody else actually do it. You mentioned Drake. Mm -hmm. I love Drake. I do. But Drake ain't gonna sing rhythm the more. He's not a he's not a singer singer. Like, and I think he would agree with me in saying that. Like he he's a you know what I'm saying? Like he's an artist. Now, knowing at least from a lot of the stories I see about Drake, he'll think it, but he won't admit it. No, he's an artist though. He's an artist, but like Drake is not gonna say, okay, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put we're gonna put Queen B in the conversation then since we're gonna go there, because I know he's not gonna go against her. <laughs> She's a singer. She did. She Renaissance is is is, and I'll I'll say that 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 record wasn't a record that, you know, in terms of like my favorite Beyonce records, it's not like the top of the list. But yeah. I have respect. She's still, it's still great. Album. Yeah, and it's not anything like she she she's it's still, and I think her doing it live with the tour and stuff because I haven't seen, but the clips that I have seen has really brought a lot of the songs to life even more because she ain't done no visuals. Mm. She don't need to. I'm not gonna go into that. This is this is about Drake. I ain't gonna go into Beyonce. <laughs> I was just using her as like a as a reference. Mm. She did House with Renaissance. Now you you take a Beyonce's Break My Soul, right? And then you and you and you got a you got a Drake song. No, I was. Who stylistically was gonna, does that fit more? No, I was gonna say earlier when you brought up Honestly Never Mind. Yeah. The reason that. And I, I love Drake's music, but the reason I say I try to forget that album is that that album made me realize, yo, I don't want to fucking hear Drake sing a whole album. Yeah, like he's not I used to I used to want that. But then when I heard that album, there was like one song where he was trying to hit like high notes. And I'm like, bro, who in the studio, who in the studio told him to do this? And I mean, I'm a, I'm not going to knock him for trying to do it. I will. 
No, I mean, like, I mean, as an artist, I think experiment is always a thing. Now, whether you like it or there's, not. There's the point to be experimenting. But I'm saying stylistically, realistic. though, yeah. stylistically, and that fit, that that style fit more of uh, Beyonce because she's a singer. Mm-hmm. And a lot of house music is derivative of, like, disco and, like, R&B. So, like, you're getting, it's more of a, it's more of a singer's type of, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's that's where I was getting at because you mentioned Drake singing on Rhythm the More, and I had to just nip that one in the bud. Oh no 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 no! I was saying, <laughs> look, I was saying it sounded like something he, he would get made, on. Yeah, it was. But a, I'm not saying that. Obviously, the beat, not. the beat, I ain't, the the beat producer. Uh, definitely, the beat was a Drake type beat. So you're not wrong. Mm-hmm. Like Drake could make a song on the beat. And that song was probably the the beat, not the song. Let me rephrase it. The beat was definitely probably influenced by he probably produced that after hearing a honestly never mind. Or like he heard him do it. So he was like, oh, Drake's done like a house record. Mm-hmm. You know? But it's different. Like even the how I'm is I didn't think I could pull it off, but you know what I'm saying? But stylistically, I think I was trying to do something that had not really been done before. Like putting the guitar like adding the electric guitar on a lot of these songs and and they sound different and arranging them cuz I can't play the guitar shit. So what I did was I went in there and I was more than just the artist on this album. Too. I was going to ask you if you did like any producing on this album. Hell yeah, man. I mean, I wasn't out there. No, like what I wasn't doing. Like you on Fruity Loops? No, I wasn't. I wasn't doing yeah. dude, no, I wasn't doing that. I was more of like, you know, I was more of like my Quincy Jones, if you will. Like, I was like, all right, so this is how I wanted this. You know what I'm saying? I arrange all my stuff before I go in there, backgrounds and everything before I get into it. But when it comes to production, I'm having say on the effects. So I want this beat started here. Let's cut the beat off here. Let's add like some re- reverse reverb here. Let's get, let's get, you know, let's extend the beat. For one of my records, Lion Eyes, the last, the closing song, the beat was only two minutes. That's a five minute song, bro. So when I went in there, the engineer was like, "This ain't how you gonna how you gonna tell me this a five minute song? Cause the beat is two minutes. How's this how's this a five minute song? And who's gonna want to listen? To, <laughs> who's gonna want to listen to a five minute song, yo?" Mm-hmm. And I said, "Trust me, this may be crazy, but this is a this is a deep cut, so you ain't gotta worry about that. But this is the goal is to make this song not feel like." A five minute song. Honestly, I didn't know it was five minutes until you just said it. Five minutes and twenty the way, seconds. The way I listen to the album, this is how I listen to a lot of new albums. I, you know, when I'm doing my shit at work in the back room, I just have it playing in my ear, and I didn't realize it was five minutes. I'm not even just saying that. Five minutes really and twenty seconds. Twenty seconds. Yeah. So we it was and it was, I was intentional. Every section had to be something new. Mm. So something was added. Something was taken away. I was very much involved in my production process. I wasn't just in there, and that's, a, you know, not to toot my own horn, but that's what kind of makes me stand out from a lot of my peers. I'm There are a lot of us that are talented. There are people that can sing me under the floor, right? But you got to know what you're good at. Like, that whole find your niche thing, I took that serious. And I've always known this is my niece is just really tapping into it, you know what I'm saying, and being very intentional and aggressive about it. Because you see how I'm moving right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> I see. <laughs> music you is see? like, music you is know. like caffeine. Yeah, man. no, like I was definitely getting high. I was a crackhead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he hit his pookie real quick. <laughs> Yo, but nah, for real, like, uh, uh-uh. my nose is running. 
See, I'm yeah. getting too passionate. You really, you really do get passionate with this music shit, man. But no, that's good though. That's good. no, no, like, but but nah, it was it was it was like I was intentional, and I was saying like my peers are just going in there that, that are singers. They go in there and they sing, and that's it. They leave, or they don't even got the beat. They go there and have the producer find the beat for them. No. I got my beat picked out before I go in there. got the lease and everything. Know what I want to do with the beat because we're going to change it up. May change the key. May change the tempo. I'm going in there with a... with a, with a, I'm so coming in to work. Basically, they just singers. You're an artist. I'm a... Yeah. Artist. Entertainer. Full-on entertainer. As, and I am an artist, but I'm a full-on entertainer and a creative. And so that's what that was. And I went in there and my engineer, Bill, shout out to Bill. Mm-hmm. He was especially when we got to them guitar parts because it's on Venom. Do we talk about Venom? That the beat I went through two engineers. Shout out to my boy Eric. Eric was the guy that I recorded with. He was the engineer that I recorded with. He did a record called Supergirl, mm-hmm. and he also did a record called Melatonin. He do another record, and then he did Venom. So he did three records on the album. So we was hot. It was we were burning up in that studio, man. We we, we was recording in the heat of the summer. Man, I seen all those clips that you. Were Ooh, I was burning story. up. I was like, yo, but nah, like so. I, I gotta tell you about Venom. So we went in there, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm recording Venom. It was like, all right, I I had the idea of making a record like a a, a Michael Jackson Dangerous, mm. or a, a Bell Biv DeVoe Poison. Right. And so they're talking about the girl being so bad or so fine that it's dangerous, you know what I'm saying? Or that she's toxic and she's, you know, poison. But I was like, no, I really want to make a song where the girl's really full on. No, she's, she's venom. Like she, it don't matter how she look. She just, (laughs) she's Mm -hmm. just poison. And so the sign could say with the songs, the songs about, you know, certain specific situation that was, that got a bit obsessive. You don't want to. No, I'm not going to go into it. I'm not going to go into it. Just listen to the song. Let the work speak for itself. And then the feature, my boy Emo, he was taught his stuff. His situation is even more crazy than mine. I thought his was wow. Wow. I I wish he was on here to tell it. But so the the beat was only two minutes. Mm -hmm. And so I I told Eric, I was like, yo, we're going to extend this. He's like, what? I said, just extend it after that last hug. Let's extend it. Just stuff like that, and he's. Like, I said, I'm gonna put a guitar on here. So the beat was already made. Yeah, it was already made. Added. So where did he get... extended the beat? So he made the beat already, or you find these beats on YouTube? Uh, YouTube. So the the producer, I think his name is Octave. That's mm-hmm. his name. It's spelled O R K T. Uh, yeah, O R K T A V E. Yeah, I think his name is Alvin in real life. So, but he produced that. He produced, I found out he produced a lot of, because a lot of these beat producers work with each other, especially with that genre, because it's it's a tight, tight knit. So everybody's trying to, you know. Um, but he, man, so he did the, he did the beat itself. Mm-hmm. And so we extended once we got, I brought the beat to Eric. I recorded it, had the feature on it and everything. He did the mix and everything. I said, but, before we even got the feature on it, I knew that I wanted the guitar on it. So I said, extend it. Mm-hmm. So then I said, okay, we're about to take this to Bill. Because I, I did Lionize and had Bill put the, the electric guitar on Lionize. That was that long record I was talking about. But that electric guitar had more of like a... Where y'all blended that shit in. Because yeah. I thought that was just part no, of No, and it was already beat. a Spanish guitar in the beat. Mm-hmm. 
it was already a Spanish guitar in the beat, but I said, I want my, you know, I want to like, a, I want a, my purple rain. Like I want my record. Like when I close the show, like I want the, the, the flashing light. I want that type of record. And it's a, it's up tempo, but it doesn't really feel like it. Mm. Right. And so with lion eyes, I'm getting back to venom in a second. Um, so he played the guitar. I was like, that was the first time we put the guitar on. And then I added on everything else because it sounded good on that one. So I was like, you know, I want more of like a... He was like, you can go flashy more like a Carlos Santana or we can go a little more distorted. So he played multiple takes. And and I said, I want to go more distorted because the song is already more like a pretty... It's pretty and it has a Spanish guitar, so we need something to juxtapose that. So he... he that... Mm-hmm. And then I was like, all right, I want you to do whatever you want to do, right? But that last riff, I said, you got to play that. He was like, he was struggling trying to do it. Mm-hmm. And I, what I didn't realize, he was like, I'm, I'm, he was like, I do music. She, like, I read sheet music, but having a singer here doing it, like you hear notes a little differently. So I'm like, nah. He was like, that's weird. He's like, that's different. I like it though. So he he does it, and that satisfaction that I got when he played it. And so from then on, I started adding on other songs. I went to Sean say, to him add that. I was like, he did. He came in, did what he wanted to do. That's that's him. But when I was when he started doing that. I was like, see now you about to make me listen to this album again. Yeah, and man. Make me like really try to. See I was it. like, and I was influenced by like the pop, the '80s pop with like Wham. Mm. Like that's crazy. You wouldn't think that was a that like you heard Careless Whisper. You heard Careless Whisper. Never gonna dance again. Guilty feet. I got no. You heard that before, right, man? Yeah. You ain't heard that? No one's heard that before, yo? Yeah, he know. Or maybe no, I mean, you've heard I the saxophone. I probably heard it, but I, I just don't but remember. But the saxophone, you've heard it. That's that, that song has been on movies and shit. It's a popular song. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I need that. I need like a melody that's that catchy. So that's I was like, we need, at least if you don't know the song, if you can't sing the song, that that guitar, that melody is stuck in their head. Mm-hmm. And so I played, I had already played the song without the guitar for other people. I'm talking about Shantae, and then I played it with somebody with the guitar on it. And then all they was humming was, I was like, yes. So I was testing it out on people to see. It was mm-hmm. like, so fast forward to Venom. Cause that 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 song went through two engineers. Recorded with Eric. I said, Eric, let's extend it, put the feature on it. He did the mix. I said, I'm about to take this song to Bill. Took it to Bill. I said, Bill, I said, I need that guitar again. He was like, what? I said, but what we gonna do now is gonna be a little different. I need a like a break. I need like a smooth criminal break. And so the first thing he went to was dun 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 dun. I was like, nah, everybody, nah, nah. I love, I love smooth criminal, but that ain't what I'm talking about. I'm talking about that that break where the um, uh, how does it go? And if you've seen the smooth camera like live, he's doing the dance break too. I said, I need that, I need that. And I'm gonna add my little hoo-hoos in the end, right? <laughs> 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 my hee-hees, you know what I'm saying? 
So he he was he started playing and it took him a while because the way he in which, you know, when you're playing a guitar, it's fast. The melody, like the tempo and venom is fast. A lot of it is it's hella fast. So he was like, I said, obviously we're gonna change the chords up. We're gonna change the tonality because one, I don't want it to sound, I want it to fit my style. I don't want it to be too much like MJ. Mm-hmm. But it is MJ. But it's not MJ. You know what I'm saying? Like I needed to be, okay, this is Carolina, who's influenced by MJ rather than Carolina trying to be MJ. You see what I'm saying? And yeah, so man, he did that. I, so I was saying all of that to say, he was like, man, you put me to work today. Because he he was like, it was, it was hard trying to do it. And and, and and he did it eventually. And and then it came out the way it did. We changed it, you know, and even stuff even after that, I was still like, all right, I want it to be louder and stuff like that. So I was very much even adding sound effects, like being a Foley artist. So you're talking about we're doing films. Mm-hmm. Lion eyes. I I added the sound of like the 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 sound of the jungle. It's really a rainforest, but I went with the jungle. And then I put. I said we're gonna put a lion sound in it. People be like, what? So I don't know if you know. Again, student of Michael, if you've heard Thriller, that howl and Thriller. You know that beginning of the howl. Mm-hmm. You would think it's a wolf. That was Michael Jackson. Why am I not surprised by that though? That was it. Sounded like it sounded like a wolf. I thought it was a wolf the whole time, and I then so I saw. That, but I'm really not that. Surprised. I saw. I saw Greg, one of the guys that worked on Thriller. Mm-hmm. He he was doing a breakdown. He was talking about how the wind, that wind in in in, in Thriller two, that how it start. That that's an effect with the that ain't real wind. I was like, what? That blew my mind. I was like, I'm geeking out over stuff like this. Cause y'all are not interested. It's okay. <laughs> but but nah, like that blew my mind. So I'm like, you know, I need to put this in my music. Cause ain't nobody of my peers doing that. They don't care nothing about that. <laughs> Just go in there, sing the song. All right, yeah, I'm that, I'm that nigga. You could get the girls, you know what I'm saying? Nah, I said no. I need to create a like a time capsule. I need something that this is timeless, that this can. The whole thing is you wanted to outlive you. Mm. And so the, the and and the first place to start is finding places and things and people that 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 was on that same path. And that's really what I did with the album in its entirety, all nine songs. <laughs> you, pretty much, you pretty much answered all my questions. Yeah, man. <laughs> I was trying to get to it, but but um well, okay. I, I wasn't supposed I, to go that long. I can still ask you, what's the what's the future rollout plans like for the album? So we're working on merch. It's on the way. Okay. Like what what we getting with merch? Like hoodies. Jackets. Right now we're gonna go with like a regular. Yeah, we probably should go with hoodies now that I'm thinking it's getting colder. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll pop a hoodie. Yeah, like a long sleeves. We're trying to. We're the thing that's taking too long. So we're being honest. Be like the cover of the album on it, or like how you doing it? Initially, we were gonna go with that. Right now, we're going with a picture, um, because we want it to be different. I want it to be a different. Experience. I want a, like good pieces, and that's what's taking the minute. Like. I'm all about quality over quantity. So, you know. You know what would be a fire hoodie? 
how you have like how you have it on the cover of the album like Afro Pop and B and then you have it like spelled out or like how you pronounce it at the bottom of it. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, I have the that's... pronunciation. That was the thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. But here's I a, want that hood, here's man. the thing though. Here's the thing though. And this is I'm gonna be candid. Mm-hmm. Um, the cover of my album is AI. I knew that. It looked like it. <laughs> not, so, not saying it's nothing bad. It was still a good cover. But. Here's, yeah, no, it is. It's a good cover. It was just a timing thing because I was trying to wait for a real artist and they was taking too long. <laughs> you were like, fuck it. Let me just wait, myself. Wait, no. So this, <laughs> this is not funny because artists is getting out of work. <laughs> it's not funny, but you laugh. Because <laughs> artists is getting out of work. I'm not going to make light of the situation. What I'm about to say is this was taking the merch so long. Mm-hmm. We trying to. I'm trying to go the right way. I'm trying to. I'm trying to do this with the artist because I didn't do it with the album cover. So I want an artist, and I have somebody who's designing it, and we're we're going through it. At first, I was gonna try to do it, and then I was like, "No, you don't want me to doing it," because I was gonna use the album cover. So we could re. We may resketch as 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 time goes on, as we release some of the merch and see how it's received. Mm-hmm. Then we'll start doing more. Because I want to see how it's received first with what we got on the basics. I'm even thinking about adding lyrics. I'm going to be promoting this album for a while. Music videos on the way. Oh, well, you pretty much answered my next question. Like, yeah, that's... Well, how many music videos are you playing? Who? So, right now, we... Like, you better turn Sean Say into a music video. Like, oh, man. That's all I You want. know, the thing about it is choreo. Crack, a lot of choreo... I think these songs got to be choreographed. A lot of them. Because they all look tempo. I that's I played myself. You're gonna work with a choreographer? I have to. And I've had conversations with one of my friends. And so as a word the video that, you know, stay tuned. But I'm I I, I'll say it. I'll say it. The the song that I'm gonna that I'm gonna be doing a music video to, this is an exclusive. Is Oh shit, we got an exclusive. Is Rhythm D'Amore. That song that you said, Drake. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's gonna be that one. You know, the reason why is because I feel like it's so different. Like I think it's just different. Like it's pop, but it's not pop, and it's so it's it's it has so many influences on it. Like so many influences on it. Like I'm, you know, mm-hmm. it's different. It's different. Like I just I never I did not think I can pull it off. Shout out to my friend Gavin. He's on there speaking French. <laughs> Oh, he in the video? No, I mean he's no. I, well, I we're working that out, but 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 he's on the song. Many people think that was a sample. No, that was that was my friend Gavin. See, now I'm gonna have to listen to it. He, the first voice you hear, and he's kind of he's he's saying everything I'm saying because like, the whole message of rhythm to more is like living in the moment. You know, I talk about quitting my job and still trying to do that to find me something better. Like I'm trying to. This is this is. I would rather do this work mm-hmm. than the work that I do. But until I can do the work, until I can really do this work full time, I got to do the work that I do. But that song is talking about just living in the moment, leaving your stress at the dough. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And I called it Rhythm Demore, which is half of it is in English. It's Rhythm Demore is of love in French. So that's what that, that's what that is. And, and like this, this, this music video, we're going to incorporate that. It's like it's fun. It's, um, it's up-tempo. It's like... Forget your problems, and like and 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 live in the moment. And this, and that's what I want to do with my music long term. You know what I'm saying? The last episode was like change the world. Yeah. <laughs> change the world, live yo. The well, that's about to be the episode. Live in the moment live now. In the moment. Yeah, no, like for real. Like it's just like I and this. It's, 
Somebody said this album sound like a summer vacation. It does sound like a summer. And I'm like, I'm not on it though. Like I had to, I I created something. I created a space where I wanted, to, where I want to be. I want to live in this album. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not until I, I'm gonna keep it on it till I can, like until I'm on the beach somewhere, you know. And one of the records come on. Probably my last question about the album is, um, like, you got any upcoming shows going on or whatever? So we're trying to work that. I'm doing a lot of open mics and live shows. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, open live shows, a lot of open mics. I'm trying to do live shows. I'm What I'm eventually going to do is just try to do, like, my own little thing, try to rent out something and try to do an evening with... <laughs> Afro pop and B like and 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 coming up with something like that, um, but yeah, that's more to come. I just we're just trying to get these songs off the ground. The next thing that y'all really should just really look out for is this music video because it's a visuals overdue. It's 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 it's, it's crazy now, you yeah, know. Wait, so and I think the reason why sometimes video be blowing the songs up sometimes. That's. That's what we're trying to do with this this video, and I'm not gonna go into it because it's you know, I don't want to get into it too much. But it's more we're, I'm going more of the production film route mm-hmm. with my first video. I know that sounds crazy as hell. Not really, because most artists is doing it with they all right, what we got. We about to do this and making it work. I'm gonna do that with all my other videos, mm-hmm. and and but with this one, I think I, I wanted it to be a. I want you to be able to see it. I don't want you to be like, oh, if I hear. Oh, I you you honestly should you should you should make this the title of it. So I see the potential. I can't stand that. I can't I see the potential. I see the I hear what you're doing, but I see the potential. <laughs> you see the potential? You really see it? Listen, if you don't see it now, you you ain't gonna never see it. Mm-hmm. I hate to break it to you. I ain't, you ain't gonna I'm not listen, I'm gonna show you the potential. This is you you talking about the potential. This is this is die. I'm here. You know what I'm saying? Like I gotta, I can't. And I think we had conversations about that too. Like you gotta, you gotta be moving like you're already there. Yeah. <laughs> you can't, you can't move like okay, I'm getting ready. Like aspiring? Mm-hmm. Nah, I'm not aspiring. I'm not aspiring. You know what I'm saying? I'm, 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 in, I'm, I'm like, I'm after it, and I'm not letting up. So like, rhythm the more. Trying to get that shot by the end of this year. Okay, okay. Have, or the top of next year. Like, when I say top, I mean January. First few weeks of January. I'm not playing. Bro, you you a really busy man. Cause I'm not, I was, I'm cause not I was about to Because I was about to get into the film stuff real Yeah, quick. that's and a like, good segue. But see, you a real busy man because you're doing all this, you know, for your album, working on the videos. Shit, you're about to be in my short film. Yeah, which yeah. announcement, he's the lead to my short film. Um, Shout out to Lamar. <laughs> Oh, y'all, y'all will see Lamar. <laughs> Yo, ever since I had people read the script, everybody's just basically been disgusted with Lamar. I think I, the name Lamar already had a bad rep. I think everybody that read my script basically... Was like, nah. Yeah, like, that ruined the name Lamar. Like, if this short film get big, I feel like I'm gonna ruin the name Lamar for everybody. Like, but, you know, honestly, I think if you if a well-written story, it is everybody has a hero and everybody got a villain. So, I mean, like, you know, and there's still people. Someone, I heard someone say, I ain't gonna, I ain't actually, I'm not gonna quote that. I ain't gonna quote that. But it's a good quote. 
<laughs> I was gonna say it's a good quote. When you said that there's still people. The one thing that I yeah, love, and I'm not that. gonna I'm not gonna spoil anything for you guys. But the one thing that I loved is when you and Chris were like testing out like the characters, yeah, the characters and stuff, yeah. and y'all started coming up with backstories. And you and Chris were saying that you feel like Lamar is just a product of his environment and the things that he went through. I was like, yo. I made a, I made a scummy character that people still somewhat feel for. I mean, that's crazy. I personally have to. I personally have to feel. Well, him I know because I'm playing, yeah. so I don't want to. I don't want to judge him. Mm-hmm. You know, and and for some people that may be harder. Yeah. But you know, like I mean, that's it goes into it's the work. You know what I'm saying? Like you going into it, and it's like this is a character. So me and Chris having that back and forth that was important because it's like, all right, this is who he is. This is who Tony is and this is how they this is their relationship this is what may have occurred you know what I'm saying and so I think doing that backstory doing that you got to like because you know what are you playing how are you gonna get get there you know yeah, what I'm saying but I love that people is able to feel for these characters as much because I'm gonna keep it real with you short films very hard for me because I feel like a lot of my ideas are too big for a short, short film, film. And, like, when I think of a short film, the way that I think about it is, like, damn, we got to set up this story, these characters, in just this little amount of time. Like, how can I make people invested in these characters right. in this story? Somehow I fucking did it. I don't know it's, how I did it. <laughs> Somehow I did it. You know, it's being creative, man. It's being creative. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, again, you said if it blows up, you don't know. Mm-hmm. It's like you, you do not know when it blows up. I want to say, yeah, I'm gonna say when it blows up, you don't know. Like same thing with music. Like someone said, don't whatever you do, don't go in the don't go in the street talking about I'm making a hit. It's not as no, but the one thing I was gonna say earlier and kind of related to film, how you said it was like when you said that you made your last project making what you feel like people wanted to hear. Yeah. And then you basically just made what I want to hear, like what you specifically yeah. wanted to hear. Funny thing is, my favorite director is Jordan Peele. He literally said in an interview, I just make movies that I wanted to see. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. love Jordan Peele. And he's and Jordan Peele is good with like having the actors have say on a lot of things. Like, mm. okay, so how do you feel about this? Like he raps. Right. He he's, makes- honest, he's honestly the director I look up to. So when you and Chris was telling me and that's why I kept asking y'all, like, what characters do y'all feel like y'all mesh with more? Yeah. Like, I basically studied Jordan Peele and how, like, I hear actors talk about his directing style and stuff like that. So, like, yeah. Hearing y'all say that, I'm like, all right, I guess I'm doing something right Yeah, yeah no, like, Jordan, Jordan, yeah, you are. Because Jordan, Jordan, he's he's a real one. Like, he let his act, like, the actors have a lot of say in, like, any. And he's open to listening to what they got to say. Like, how does this feel? Does this feel like, you know, what would you add to the character? Like, mm-hmm. what would you, what would you, what would be a, a note? You know, because really a lot of the acting is not, it ain't the words on the script, it's everything in between. That 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 space in mm-hmm. between. See, the, now, that, now that I really started thinking about it, directing is almost like, I mean, this might sound like a bad analogy, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh But I was saying that it's almost like, you know, letting somebody, like letting one of your best friends drive Drive your your car. car. I would never. (laughs) You're better than me. Oh, no, I wouldn't either. But (laughs) like I said, analogy. But basically, and I hope people get what I'm saying. But like, you know, you 
casted these people in your movie. You got to trust that they see your vision and allow them to do, you know, what they feel like is right, right. to help your movie. Because at the end of the day, it's almost like what me, Alan, Seth said in our last episode. Like, there's a lot of hands that comes together to make, you know, a movie. Yeah. Or even like a song, just like how you were talking about your yeah. engineers. And and I hate like collaborating. That. I'm going to just put that out there. Oh, me too. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, with I hate, I hate it. But I knew it had to be different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I knew that I had to go a different route, and I'm so glad I did. You know, because it was it was really ma- like the the making of the album, and even like with these films, mm-hmm. like the with the with Last Breath, right? Yeah, I, you know what? Enough talking about my short film. I wanted to ask you, how did you and Seth link up for for his short film? Like, how did you get casted in it? So Seth, um, and I went to high school together. Mm-hmm. Um, he's always been. In film, like he's always been interested in film, and and ironically enough, my first love was acting. Like this music thing just kind of came down later, you know. I mean, so that's surprising because you, you man, seem like no. you're a, no. Really now it's now it's like it's I'm I'm passionate. I think I've always sung and stuff, but I'm I'm, I'm more passionate about. It. I take it seriously now because I know it's something that I could mm. I could win in. You know what I'm saying? Like I and that may sound I may sound crazy as hell for saying that. But it's true. Like that's just something that I feel like in my like in my spirit. Like like I see it. I see the finish line. And so like, but film has always been where I started from. Like it's always been the starting point for me. And so with Seth, like, yeah, I, we met in high school. He was we had a TV media class. Um, I don't know if we met in the TV media class. I don't think so. But I knew he did film and stuff. So he was asking for people around. So he always knew. So then once we went to Rowan, I thought he was an RT. I thought he was a radio television film major. Did I just, I ain't gonna go there. So, uh, he's a radio TV film major and yeah. So he wasn't though. I thought he was because I've known him to be like a film thing. So I met Al Mm. through Seth. When they did that, that film, you, I don't know if you saw it. <laughs> Wait, what? They did something together. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh happy that's birthday, how I met Matt. Al. Yeah. That's how I met Al. They did. I think the film was called Matt. Actually, they kept calling it Happy Birthday, Matt. Yeah, that that's what, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it's I called. Didn't see it, happy though. Birthday, Matt. That's yeah. That's they're did right. You play Matt. Oh wait, no, you were one of the people talking shit. Yeah, about, about Matt. Matt. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was bullied, so. But that's a whole other conversation. Mm-hmm. I, you know, what's crazy? I never seen that movie. You ain't seen. <laughs> Are you one of those actors that don't like the? No, I just didn't see the movie. Oh, okay. I, I want to see the movie. So if you're how you seeing this? Please send me the movie. I want to see the movie. Like actually see it. So so, uh, yeah. So Seth was like a year. I want to say, what was it? Twenty twenty two. He was like, I'm with Al again. I need you in this film. First, he, he he had me audition, so I auditioned and I did the Avengers. I didn't, I don't know why, but he, I did the from the Avengers. And so he he said, "I'm gonna think what I'm gonna see what Al thinks, and then we'll see. We'll shoot. We're gonna try to shoot this in July." You know that didn't happen, right? Yeah, yeah <laughs> you know we, that didn't. We talked about you know that, that didn't happen, <laughs> right? Graffiti pier. Yeah, we went in May. We yeah. went in May. So I was gonna say he showed him the tape. He said, "Okay, you got it." So then we went. So we're gonna. He's like, "It's gonna be a graffiti graffiti pier. We're gonna go see on location. We went on location. Took some flicks that was on my IG. 
Mm. I was, ironically enough, was wearing. Uh, yeah, that was last year. When yeah, we was, yeah, yeah. So that's what that was. So then some time had passed, and I ain't heard nothing. She was like, "We find a woman actor. She fine." It was like, okay. We ain't never and see she her. Backed out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she backed out. That. So, so then I was like, okay. So then um, I didn't hear nothing about it for a while. Mm. So sporadically, I would see Seth around at school. You know, so I'd be like, Seth, you know Seth, you know Seth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's never, he's the same guy he was in high school. Let me make that abundantly clear. He got a little more, I'm not going to say Riz. I was going to try to say Riz, but I don't know if I could, I'm not going to do that to him. Hey, I, I, well, I don't know if he wants me to say it. Yeah, I don't want to speak on that. From from what I'm seeing lately, he he might have got his Riz game on. I, I was going to say, I mean, he, he you know. I'm not going to put his business out there because it's ain't about Seth. But then again, the white girl's kind of easy. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Kind of Uh-oh. <laughs> Dr. Uma, I beg your pardon. I beg you. I beg I your pardon. Say for me. No, you. Oh. No, you don't get that. You never heard oh, Dr. Yeah, Uma. Yeah, yeah. I beg. I beg your pardon. I beg your pardon. <laughs> we must stay focused, brothers. We must stay focused. <laughs> he would be on the stuff though. But that's another thing. So. Um, yeah, no. So say yeah. So I didn't hear nothing about it. So he was like, "Okay, I got a makeup artist," and I was like, "Okay, she's a real makeup artist." And so I was like, "Okay." So as time as we got closer, I want to say it was July ish. Mm-hmm. He was like, "All right, now nah, we, I believe in you. I think you should do it." When he said, "I believe in you," I ain't never heard Seth say that. I ain't never heard him say that. He's like, I, 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 "I believe in you." I was like, "Wow." That's that's probably the most profound thing I've ever heard you say. <laughs> I don't know. He might kill me for saying that, but he said that. He's like, I believe in you. Like you got, you got. I was like, for real. Like I was like, yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay. So then he was like, okay, we're gonna get Johnette. I also went to high school with Johnette as well. Mm-hmm. That was my co-star. So I was like, oh, now the pressure's really on because I like I know Johnette is like, you know what I'm saying? She's She's talented. She's always been talented. Mm. Um, but I've known her in high school, too. We had classes and stuff. So I was like, okay. But I'm, I was comfortable, though, as well, because I knew her. You know what I'm saying? I know her. So I'm like, okay, this is, this, she's, 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 she's home. Like, I know her. So I was like, this is going to be. So he was like, no, we're really doing it. I was like, okay. So then, then, then the rest is history. Like, we went in Graffiti Pier. Yeah. I had we went we had found some like things for what I was gonna wear, that 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 shirt and them jeans. I've worn those jeans on the regular now. Now it's got me back into wearing jeans now. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like I'm back in the denim. So you know, peep the rhythm the more video when it come out. There's a look in there that. You know ain't wearing the last brown Eric, outfit. <laughs> Eric, Eric, no, no, no. It's not gonna be that type of denim. But Eric, Eric. My character Eric, that's his name. Eric kind of, he kind of was like, you know. You went from Eric to Lamar. That's cool. Eric to Lamar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and they are very different. They are very, they're very different. But yeah, so now that's that's how that happened. That's how that happened. I'm yeah, I'm trying to get him to you know have me on the soundtrack. But I don't think Seth taking me serious like that. It's all good. Well, I mean, <laughs> like I, I already told you. Somebody it, else want me to do another movie too. My one of my homies from high school as well. Oh shit! So you just got movies lined up. Very busy man. I was supposed to. I think I was supposed to be in it, but we are scheduling stuff. So he's, you know, he's like one of my close friends. So he's like, 
you know and so i want him on this on my music video as well like on set because mm-hmm. i mean it's necessary but um yeah so yeah so i'm helping was, him out i was gonna ask you though um so after everything is said and done with you you know promoting this album like the merch shows and all that are you going to continue just going straight into your next album or are you going to take time to work on films and stuff like that? I'm a full on entertainer. So I'm doing both. I'm actually, you know, going to be in the studio next. So you already know what you're doing for the next album. <laughs> Dude, you put me on the spot right there. Actually, I do. I do. Um, you still going in this same direction or are you going to take a? Yeah, no, no, no. This is, this is, like I said, this is, this is not a trend. This is this is this is this is it can be a trend if y'all you know streaming, but but you know what I'm saying it's it's uh this is like my style so I'm really gonna be adding to it mm. if anything else um and so yeah I got some records but I'll actually be in the studio next week. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Wait, I ain't gonna tell you what I'm doing now. I ain't gonna tell you what I'm doing, but it's it's. Nah, it's I don't want you. To- <laughs> I don't want you to spoil nothing. Oh, wait, wait, I can, I can give y'all like a preview. So I'm doing a record that is hot right now. That's hot right now? So like a remix or a cover of a song? It's not, it's going to be a remake, like a remix, yeah. It's not more like a cover, it's going to be a remix. And I, I'm going to be honest, I don't listen to a lot of like newer music right now. Like the only the only new people I listen to is Rod Wave, Leon, and and uh, listen. And Tekka. I'm so, always ahead of the. Listen, let me take my glasses off. This one. Unless you're about to remix an Ice Spice song, that's I, the only new thing I know. <laughs> <laughs> you about to no, wait, remake the Deli? Wait, 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 wait! But why that song go hard though? Deli is hard though. <laughs> but you know, hip hop is now going to more of like a Jersey club. That's another yeah, conversation. Yeah, they, That's another conversation, yeah. man. Let me put my glasses back on because I want them to think I'm Anthony McKenna. So then, <laughs> yeah, so then, so then, so then, let me get back on my voice. So then, what was I talking about? You were going to, you were, you, I think you were going to give it like a little bit more. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so wait, so yo, no, I, this, this, when I say this record's hot right now, it's hot right now. And it's a perfect record. And I and I don't now, now wait, we've been talking about Drake a lot. No. No, the, no, it ain't Drake. Scissor? No. I'm not you you're not gonna guess the artist. You're not gonna guess so the artist. Very low key artist. You can say that, but I think she's I think I'm I'm Well we know it's I, a she. Yeah. I'm here. Rapper? I'm not going there. Singer. I'm not going there. But just just wait, let me be clear, I ain't rapping. So don't don't expect that. <laughs> Don't expect it. I'm gonna tell you so. No, it ain't right. I'd straight up tell you. Tenace. That's no, what it, that's who it no, you said. <laughs> oh, you really said. <laughs> Yo, did you see? Never mind. <laughs> Wait, are you about to bring up the Hurry Chris Brown thing? Yeah, that was crazy. But I'm leaving that alone. Yeah. That ain't my business. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna just let that. Just marinate right, out we, here. We just know that he's going in the studio. So next week. yeah, no, I'm going to studio next week, and I'm well, excited. Actually, I mean, it might be the week of by the time this episode comes out. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So so, but nah, it's 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 uh no, this record, uh, it's a it's a good record, and I think I think the ladies are gonna really love this record because they already love the record. Okay, 
I was about to make a joke. I'm like, that's too nasty. Never mind. Wait, no, but but it's not my fault because the song is already, you know. You know what I'm saying? It's a good song, though. It's a good song, and I think it's it's I think, you know. But I I was gonna I will say this though, and then I'm gonna get off of this. Mm-hmm. Um, I I. Now I've kind of been lenient, not lenient, or like um, been trying to, to restrain myself from doing covers because I don't want to be labeled as a covered artist, cover artist. And there's nothing wrong with anybody that does covers, you know, and that's what you do. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to you because that's a that's an art form, and I'm and I'm with it. It just ain't me. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> See, that's what I get, because that sounded that sounded bad the way it came out. No, nah, like, cover artists is, you know what I'm saying? There ain't nothing wrong with that. Like, people out there that do covers and stuff, I just don't want that to be, because I'm doing original music, I don't want that to get lost. Mm-hmm. I don't want my covers to be bigger than my actual songs. And if I do, I want it to be, if I'm going to do a, a I don't want to do a cover. I'm getting into a Prince conversation, and I don't want to do that. You know, cause it's too early to be having them Prince type conversations. But he was on he was he ain't lie. Prince ain't never lie. So yeah, no, I'm trying to stay away from that. And I've done covers. So let me make that abundantly clear. I've done covers. And so now I'm trying to stop from doing them. Okay. So with this song, I wanted to take a different approach. And so it's not a cover, but it's like you said, a remix or a remake, a reinterpretation. I've I've done a songs like this before. I did it with uh Whiz Kids Essence. Okay. I'm just waiting to see when you drop. Yeah, yeah, I did Whiz Kids <laughs> Essence a while ago, but that ain't the song. I just did that. I did that when it was, you know, 2021, I did that one. That's kind of what got me into Ironically enough, that's what kind of got me into the bag that I'm in right now. Cuz when I did Essence, I was like, "Oh, and then I started doing other things. Then I did Kiss Me Slow. Boom. I was like, oh, so this is where people were telling me, like, your tone sounds different on the Afrobeat. Mm-hmm. It, just, it just does. Why I don't, I don't know why. It's just the way that, and the way that I flow on it is just different. And, the mel- and I think when I listen to an Afrobeat, I hear more melody. So it allows me to do, just like, it's like a picture and just. It's so it's fluid. It's funny that you say that because, like, even when people hear me rap, they say that my voice sounds different when I rap. Then you, like, yeah. I don't, I don't recognize it. I just when I'm recording, I just do it, so I don't. Yeah. I don't do you wait? But, but when you play it, do you hear the difference between your voice? Not me interviewing you. Do you hear the difference in your voice? Not really. No. You don't. No. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I used to say that. I think I hear the difference. I don't. Do, would you say objectively? Would you would you say that my talking voice sounds like my singing voice? No, your singing voice sounds so much lighter. <laughs> Yo, that's I didn't mean true. that in a bad way. No, 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 no. But I've heard that before. It is though. I don't know why it's like, like that. Your talking voice is much, it's deeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, sometimes I do sing a bit higher. But even in chess, it is still higher than. Than my talking voice. Like when I record a song, I now me obviously if I know that I recorded it trying to sound different, like I did one drill song, I played it. Right, right, right. I I'm literally screaming on the song. Baby, welcome to the party. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally yeah. I'm literally screaming on the song. So yeah, I know I sound Look. different on that one. Oh my god. 
Don't turn it to some 5 or 4 a.m. Yo, he, but no, wait. He that, cold, though. But did you see he that cold. one video where the guy that goes around asking people how much their fit costs? He he was asking 5 or 4 a.m. Uh-huh. How, how much your jacket? Bow. How much your, <laughs> how much your jeans? Movie. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm here for that, yo. <laughs> yeah, about, man. How about the sneakers viral? <laughs> Wait, yes, yo. You know who I've always loved. Like, you know whose interviews like I love watching, like who? the Migos. <laughs> no, I really do. You know what I'm saying that yeah, way. Everyday struggle. <laughs> that way, mama. You know what I'm saying? Like I just it's just a sauce that you can't you can't really duplicate. Like mm-hmm. that that type of personality, you don't see that like that. So when you said that about five years. I may not do that because that may not be true to me. I ain't going to be hitting you with ad-libs. But maybe, you know what I'm saying? Eventually, yeah. if I get some ad-libs going, you know what I'm saying? I hit you with a, you know? Mm. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I go hit you with, the, like, the Jodeci. My friend used to call me Casey. Casey, like... I'm from Casey and JoJo and Jodeci. Mm-hmm. One, because we from uh, North Carolina. and But also because, like, I, like... When I was singing like live, I always go my go to would be like a Jodeci song. Mm-hmm. So I'd be hitting with them. Ooh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, Devonte right. Sway. <laughs> Before we go, Devante. I was just gonna ask you: Is there like any upcoming work that you want to tell people about? Um the the movie will. The what we got going, mm-hmm. right? That's important. We gonna we gonna we gonna be on that. Blood money on the way. Blood money, and then you know, last breath. Mm-hmm. If that's is that last. Well, that's <laughs> okay. He says that he's having that as a working title. He's gonna All try right, to come so up with a new title to be determined. But I don't know why he just doesn't call it last uh, right, breath. Right. Like it's fine. Right, it's a good title. But it's a good title. I guess he wants to. Yeah. So that too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then um. And then the music, like the merch is on the way. Do you see them people coming for me? Did you see that? Who? Uh, they my people, though. But you see, it was like, where the fucking merch? I said, oh, damn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. I was like, that's my boy, though. But I was like, it's on the way. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> But I think the demand for it is like, so that's on the way. You get well, when you get one of those hoodies with the with the thing on it. Yeah, let me let the, me the Afro pop because people yeah. ever Afro pop R and B Afro pop R and B Afro pop R and B. I I don't know if you're gonna do it exactly like how I want it though. Like the name, <laughs> the name, and then right under it how you have the yeah on the album. Just that, nothing else. Just that on the hoodie. Yeah, that that would be nice. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I that's that's because you need to know how to say it. I'm a very minimal. Style type person. Everybody, I mean, this shirt ain't showing that, but yeah, I'm a very minimal yeah. person. Yeah, shout out to Playboy. Yeah, Playboy. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I was gonna say though. Um, yeah, no, yeah, no. Everybody be they, but they gonna butcher names. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, like they do it with artists all the time. We always say Rihanna is Rihanna. Oh yeah, yeah. Or they do it Aaliyah too. It's Aaliyah. Yeah, I be. Sometimes I'll just be forgetting. Yeah, we just, we just, we just, yeah. So they, Afro pop R&B. But you're not, you technically still not saying it wrong. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, merch is on the way. Like, it really is on the way. I'm supposed to be getting something next week. So hopefully, you know, that's what we run with, at least for a starting thing. So just stay, stay on the lookout for that. Mm -hmm. Music video. We in, we in talks. We're supposed to be in talks about that. 
this uh, we supposed to be in talks about that. <laughs> we are in talks about it. So like that's on the way too. And we're gonna try to get that to you because I think the visuals it's way overdue, man. Mm. So that and and then you know some if I'm feeling to it, new music maybe. You know what I'm saying? I well, did I, I did hint to that I'm going in the studio. I didn't say I was gonna drop it, but yeah, so you're gonna get but just just keep streaming the album, please. P- please, if you if you stream the album, a stream I'm gonna link it down below per night, for y'all. I can eat dinner. And if you're on Spotify, you're if you're watching this on Spotify, like you're already on Spotify. You could just literally I could pay my bills. <laughs> I could pay my rent. I can pay my car now. I could pay these student loans when they start coming in. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Don't yeah. Me, man. Please, yeah, nah, because I. Mm-mm. So I've been trying to call the financial. They yeah, uh, I've been trying to call them and they they don't get back to me until three days later. I'm like, why? Sally Mae, she watching this too. Yeah. <laughs> fuck, fuck Uncle Sam. He's not yeah. all this. <laughs> all right, y'all. Um. Thank you. No problem, Ted. Back up. Um, Like I said, or like he said, check out his album. I'm going to link it down below. Check out for the merch. Last Breath, uh, Blood Money, all that on the web. Films. Films. Visuals. Challenges, hopefully. This man is a very hardworking man, so I'm surprised I was even able to get him on this episode. I'm glad you, first of all, let's give you your flowers. I appreciate the platform. You know, because a lot of people say, you know, I yeah, yeah, you come on. <laughs> You've never. Oh, no, yeah, I got open doors. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they don't know. But now nah, I, I appreciate the support always. Like, because y'all, listen, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. So I listen, giving me the platform, this, it gives me the, as long as y'all give the platform, you give the platform, it just keeps running. We all winning out here. Mm-hmm. Thanks, my so, boy. Yes, sir. So, yeah, uh, check out his stuff. I mean, y'all already checking out my YouTube or Spotify, whatever you're listening on. Subscribe, follow. And with all that being said, Tevin Jameer signing out. See y'all on the next one.